Do you want to make more Dynasty trades? Sure, we all do. Tune in once a week to the Trade Addicts podcast and see how easy it is to train to be a great Dynasty trader. At Trade Addicts Pod, thousands of men and women have prepared to win championships without sacrificing value. And now, from your phone, car, or computer, you can learn to increase your team's Dynasty value. Many topics such as Keep Trade Buy, Make Amends, and Trade Addicts Trades will get you ready to make your own trades. So make the important call right now and check out the Trade Addicts Podcast. Football.com and the DLF family of podcasts. It's me, it's me, it's that old SFD roaming the streets of Superflex City, and this is the Superflex Super Show. Turn it back the clock. The year is 2018. The podcast is super flexible. And uh, that was that was the year that we were st- we we did a super flex rookie mock draft that we called the beer fueled and super flexy mock draft, and that was supposed to happen every single year. <laughs> four Damn years it. later, <laughs> four years later, here we are trying to resurrect this. Thing. You know, <laughs> it just takes a little little time to get things off the ground. Yeah, just That's just right. just kind of takes a while to to to. Yeah, for it to catch on. John's like, let's get through a couple kick-ass draft classes, and then we'll do it in 2022 when it's kind of meh. <laughs> when no one wants to pick let's anybody. Just, let's pick the worst rookie draft possible to bring this thing back and try and get it to actually take this time. Try and turn it into an event. Uh, that's that's what I would really like to do. I, w- I I genuinely would like to make this a yearly event. So we're gonna call this the Beer Fueled and Super Flexi Rookie Fever Makarama, and we've got uh, I've got so I've got the Beer Fueled guys here from the Beer Fueled Fantasy Podcast. I've got Chris Hopper. I've got Dan Thury. I've got the guys from Rookie Fever, Swagzilla, Feverish Venero. So we've got we we've got the whole crew here. We're ready to rock. We're ready to make this the number one mock draft in this entire industry. Uh, and uh, to, uh, on top of all of that, I'm I mean I'm making this thing. Uh, it's going to be a unique mock draft. This is not going to be a mock draft like you're going to hear. A vision on... in his head, but he's making it up as he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so off air, uh, I, I I explain the rules. Um, that are ever evolving, by the way. Um, and, and Swag's called it toddler rules. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's as you go. That's pretty fitting. I'm just I'm just kind of making rules as I go here. Uh, real quick though, let's introduce our our, our guests. Start with the beer fueled guys um, making their long awaited return since that uh, that first beer fueled and super flexy mock draft. Got uh, I've got Chris Hopper at beer fueled hop. What are we Hopper. drinking tonight, Hopper? Uh, I'm actually drinking some homebrew. I got a uh, an Irish red that's that's mine that I just dropped off tap. So, like you made this? Yeah, 
Yep. Specifically for, for this uh, mock draft, I assume? Specifically for this mock draft. I had the foresight to know two yeah. months ago when I was make, <laughs> when I was putting this recipe together that we were going to be doing this tonight at this point in time that it would be ready. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's literally St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. That, when yeah, did we I have you it. on, John? I feel like it was like two months ago. It was yeah, it was about two months ago and we planned this out. So yeah, I'm yeah. taking full that's credit a, for that. That's what we're gonna go with. Yeah, it's <laughs> sure. You might as well name that one after me, Hopper. Yeah, it doesn't it does not have a name yet. We can name it the super flexible uh super flexible super beer. Nice. Super nice. flex super beer. <laughs> that's perfect. Super brew. Uh and we also have beer fuel theory. Thurry. Sorry. Beer, beer fuel thirty. That one's a mouthful, man. Try what having a, a speech impediment and saying it, man. Sh- Spell last name. <laughs> <laughs> Struggle. It's, it's the ultimate cosmic joke. That's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what about you, Thurry? What uh, what what's uh, what beer is fueling you in this mock draft tonight? I'm so I uh, I uh, I'm so working through what I had on on Tuesday. Not the same beer, of course, but the same style of beer and that's the breckenridge nitro irish stout uh when when your home liquor store sells a 12 pack of 16 ounce cans for 10 bucks you kind of have to take the deal and yeah. it's you know it's from colorado so hey nice that's your co-host Hell yeah that's not the one you had on on tuesday that was last wednesday was that last wednesday oh yeah, yeah sir, you had the weird one you couldn't pronounce on yeah that's right that's right so you've been milking that for over a week <laughs> probably yeah, <laughs> those Colorado beers will do that, definitely. Um, and then uh, from Rookie Fever, we've got Feverish Michael Finero at Aardvark TV. Finero, uh, complete this sentence for me. I have a fever, and the only cure is more blank. It can't be cowbell, by the way. Rookies. Yes. Yeah. Which, uh, which, uh, I, I, what am, what am so, I drinking? What am I drinking? I have, uh, water on the rocks. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Drinking heavy tonight. Hydrated for this, uh, for this, um, for this, uh, escapade this ex- that we're exciting. About to- There's a good yeah. reason for that. So, rookie fever <laughs> showed up a little bit early. And as we all know, Devontae Adams just got traded away. Finero and I both had to give all of our liquor to John just to make it through the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Swag. That water mock draft came guy. from too. Yeah. That's where the the all of the all the rules that we're uh, that we're working with for this mock draft. That's we, where that we came get jerky, from. John, just because Devonte Adams was traded away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were told like two rules before the show comes on. There's probably like 20 rules on his sheet over there. We're given two rules just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's all there are at the rules. moment, but that, I think that's all you're going to need. I think it was, just... I think it was one rule. And the other one was that it's allowed to be broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. They're going to understand what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> but you, so you guys are right in the middle of uh rookie profiles right now. Oh yeah. Um what's uh, who's the uh the who's your latest profile, Fenero? Oh, that was uh that was probably our deep dive. Uh we did. <laughs> uh that was uh McCormick, sincere sincere McCormick. 
With Britt Sanders. Whoa. With Britt Sanders, yes. That was uh <laughs> that was uh pre combine, by the way, and and post combine is when the profile actually came out and he's since then rescinded <laughs> His deep dive of sincere <laughs> McCormick. So he killed it on the mic, though. Yeah, he did a great job. It was it was a lot of fun. It was our first time on Rookie Fever, and uh, it was our first deep dive. We only have one deep dive a year, it seems like. So I like doing one of those. So that was fun. Hell yeah, man! I wonder if one that... deep dive and then a bunch of rookies that aren't deep dives that end up sucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna. I don't think McCormick's gonna make it on a lot of uh, our uh, four round mocks. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so this is gonna be a two round mock and uh, new rule. Ding 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 ding. Like I need a drop here actually, just for like every time I make a new rule. But, <laughs> I can, I can um, find you one. <laughs> whoever. So uh, many of them. I have a whole library. Let me find something good for you. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah, whoever drafts sincere McCormick. Wins. Uh, just wins. Just wins. <laughs> you just you just win. It's over. You win. <laughs> the show ends. One oh one. One oh one. Gotta go, guys. See you Fun mock. Sincere McCormick. One point oh one. Stay one. sexy and super flexy. Need your See? approval on this. Ruining ADPs everywhere. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we're gonna use that for new rule we need like a uh like a, a king like a trumpet like a king showing up dun, 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 dun. I, something like on. that king the king has a new ruling king sfd <laughs> listen to you <laughs> i would have to get through way too many i was thinking the same exact that. thing swags like he's already <laughs> making up all the rules somebody this. pulls a sound effect maybe, out of his ass. maybe not maybe fuck yourself uh, that was that was a valiant try. No swearing. <laughs> you already broke this, the number one kind rule. Yeah, uh, kind of the opposite of what I was going yep, for. Pretty but... much. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Exact <sighs> opposite. Flex beer full rookie fever. All right. So uh, you said it was going to go one of two ways. It's going S show. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's it was, it was binary. It's going to be one or the other. Nothing in between. Any of us though. We haven't even gotten to the rules. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to my final guest. We should we should get there real quick. Stuff we all get. Barely made it ten episodes before I brought you back on. So, like, I mean, you're just kind of a staple, but, like, in between, you're doing all the rookie profiles. Like, uh, you're not sick of talking rookies yet? Man, I'm not. I, I love it, man. It ends up getting – it trains my mind, quite honestly, because we bring on so many guests. I end up listening to all Alfonero's. It's, it's my go-to spot, and I'm not even trying to be cliche. Like, why wouldn't it be? We're – we're not the smart people like for the profiles we're just setting it up with the debbie analysts and they bring it man like there's some people reach out to us and they want to be on them we reach out to some people we let you pick who you want to talk about and i think that that's kind of what we've said is our secret sauce and um we we kind of just dive into one player and and honestly that's where i start learning a, a lot of you know further and further and further because i'm not a huge Devi guy you know you hear about the more popular guys and you look at them you get a little bit excited but yeah i mean it's my go-to yeah. why wouldn't it be again you know what i mean so well you're um, in you're in the other seat tonight by the way <laughs> i like i don't i kind of don't like talking about rookies like I've, <laughs> said, I've said it on pretty much every episode i'm I've just like no <laughs> but, but john like 
Fenero and I both talk uh, enough on the side to where he would agree with me. It is tough to sometimes stay in that lane, and yeah. we have designed our show to where we do have corners we can turn to get out of it. And um, I, I do feel like I'm missing something if I only talk about rookies, but I enjoy mm-hmm. talking about them. I do think that you can get too far into it, and this time of year you miss a lot if you're just focused on rookies, 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 and rookies. Like, there's so much more to – to do while people are like just focusing on like let's let's argue about Traylon Burks and Garrett Wilson on Twitter for two days straight mm-hmm. and if you're doing that I'm probably going to actually make some trades in my leagues that will help my team build you know what I mean there's so much to take advantage of you know like if you got Allen Robinson five days ago versus today like and people are just waiting you know and it's it's a it's a amazing year yeah this is what i'll say inferior minds want to blow and and they and you can go out and take advantage of that trade them your 2023 picks and whatever you want to do and make your teams better this year and actually win yeah for sure i that's it's a really good point actually like it's it's something that we just we don't really do it this time of year is start thinking about those players relative to you know the rest of the player pool and it's 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 so similar to just kind of super flex in general like i get people all the time saying oh you're you're super flex guy so you know tell me about these quarterbacks and i'm just like man that's that's uh, like we're we're missing mm-hmm. way too right. much important yes. information if we do that because yeah. super flex is not a quarterback game it's just a quarterback driven game mm-hmm but we still need to talk about those other players relative to the quarterback. And we need yeah. to talk about the, the rookies relative to the veterans. Like, Wait, we've that's all been all. playing a dynasty a while here. And I, mm-hmm. I hate to take away the front of the show like this, but I've never seen a time when so many teams were okay trying to lose for a year or two just so that they could get to 2023 <laughs> And hope, they, hope that hope that the whole entire first round gives them some kind of stud, or they get attached to. I mean, what are they thinking they're going to get? Like all of a sudden, one person yeah. on their team with their one hundred and four that they have, and that's that's what you're waiting for. Right. I've never. I don't remember a time like this when everybody was just so okay making their team crappy for a year. That's yeah. what happens when the Debbie community, you know, great community, love mm-hmm. it. These guys are these guys put in the legwork for a lot of, you know, for a lot of us, for guys like me who don't, you know, deep dive in the film to get to these points as early as I can. But they're the ones that are coming out first talking about treasure picks for 2023, 2024. It's like every year is supposed to be stellar class, and then it goes through up and downs like a roller coaster. And we get to a point and we we still don't have a clue because guys, mm-hmm. what if like. What if Benjamin Rosman doesn't actually come out next year? What if he decides to go back for his senior year? Oh, that would then why? Then those picks are terrible. What if Bryce Young or CJ Stroud decide to have a bad, you know, third year? Then what? Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. There's uh, always risks. I like how you said decides to like they're just yeah. Saying, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah uh, they're gonna have a bad year. Nah. Decides. To. What if we go out? Yeah. They're like discussing it, was, it with the mom. Decision to suck, I don't want to go to Houston right now. I'm just gonna suck for a little bit. <laughs> like Baker Mayfield has had complete control over this all along, and this is like he chose to be this. So yeah, 
Yeah, that's a it's a it's a good point. That's still a strategy that I've been kind of pushing because if it, I mean, it still seems like that that 2023 class is still going to be uh, it's still going to be stronger and it's still going to be deeper than 2022. Mm-hmm. Like even if we lose some of those guys. But yeah, I mean, it it definitely does throw a wrench into the whole thing if if and when i mean it, like it happens every year we're gonna yeah, lose some of those guys yeah. yep whether it's you know like you said you're, poor you're giving up a lot to hope go back for to like school. one of the top five players out of a draft class yeah and yeah i think it's, it's going to be injuries. easy to win this year <laughs> unless yeah. people get on board and try i don't think it's going to be easy to win because i'm freaking awesome i think there's going to be a lot of people trying to suck and the, I can take advantage of that just by trying to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other thing that's going to happen, because, you know, you're going to see a lot of people trading out of 2022 to kick the can to 2023. You're going to see that happen a lot. And so th- there was a method to the madness when it comes to this mock draft. Like, it wasn't just like, it wasn't it wasn't just me, you know, losing my mind and just like, uh, like, going cross-eyed and drooling while I made this up. Like this is a, there's, there's an actual purpose to this, which is that so many mock drafts that you see are going to be linear. You know, it's just whether it's NFL style, uh, like most rookie drafts or whether it's like a snake draft. I, I mean, you're going to know, uh, you're going to, you know, you, you make your pick and then, you know, there's four of you guys drafting. Whoever's one one is also going to have one Oh five like that. There's there's some value in that as far as kind of ranking the rookies a little bit for you, but it it's not going to look like a lot of rookie drafts. A lot of rookie drafts, it, I mean, you're going to be all over the place. You're going to some people are going to have a ton of picks, and they're going to be throughout the first round, and they need the ability to to figure out what do I do with that? Do I make the pick? Do I move up? Do I move back? And so this it's going to feel a little bit random. But to me, I think that this is going to look a lot like what people's rookie drafts are kind of going to look like. I also like the fact that whoever ends up picking here at 101, that's the beauty of this. You guys don't even know yet. Like, that's <laughs> that's my favorite part. You don't even know what picks you have yet. <laughs> I don't know what picks you have yet. I know who has 101. That's it. Um, but, you know, you're you're – for you guys, it's not like whoever has 101 doesn't get to just sit there and think about who's going to be their next pick after the other three guys make picks. So, like we we get the uh, we get you guys uh, all all four of you guys know rookies very well. You guys have spent a lot of time on them so far, and uh, more than I have, quite honestly. And now we get to see what it looks like when. You're suddenly on the clock and have to make a decision on a player, and you didn't have you know the last ten minutes to think about it. So John, that's a really good point, man. I I I think I see the same thing in rookie drafts um, all the time. Mm-hmm. You you see them play out in mocks, and then you see them play out in ADP, and then when you're on the clock or your buddies on the clock or whoever you notice that there's distinct changes and it's not yeah. just based on what you're saying, which is, which is what you're going to put to task right now, which is like that, that your gut feeling is going to cry out. You're just going to be like, you know what? I didn't know I wanted this player, but I do now. I, I know it because I have to make a choice right now and I don't get time to think, and this is what I want. Yeah. And you don't overanalyze and overthink it. And I don't have four picks to decide who I'm going to pick. And then when I pick, I just pick them. 
Um, but then there's that other part that we're not going to get tonight, which is that team construct, which you see in rookie drafts all the time, where you know I just need this player, and and it, mm-hmm. no matter how much we preach it to to just draft on value, you see people all the time drafting on positional need, mm-hmm. and um, and it happens in every rookie draft, which makes you know values later on. So yeah, and I think it's a yeah. really good point. Especially since you guys, again, you don't know when you're going to pick next. You know, <laughs> once you're once you're on the clock. I mean, if if you trade for a pick, you then you'll know. True. Like if you trade back, then you'll know you've got another one coming. But you know, there's there's a possibility, especially with how bananas these rules are going to be. There's a possibility that you make a pick and then you don't pick again. So. You know, it's kind of important to make sure you're getting somebody that you have to have because you don't know if I'm going to give you another pick or not. So That's the first time I've heard this. <laughs> By the way, you traded all of your picks. Yeah. Your what role? did you get in return? Yeah. Baker Mayfield and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Damn it. Darn it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, like coming up with a reason to give Hopper the entire second round. <laughs> I absolutely do not do that. <laughs> I'm still midway through wide receiver evaluations. That would go terribly. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I don't even know for sure if we'll get through two rounds. We're definitely going to try. I mean, we're 20 minutes in and we only kind of <laughs> set this up. So, so we'll see how this goes. But uh, we're going to shoot for two rounds. And you definitely have two rounds worth of picks available. Um, so we're going to get to this. So, uh, first of all, yeah, the, the draft order is non-existent right now. It's totally random. I'm going to decide who I want to pick next. Uh, one of the things that you can do is trade back from your pick, uh, when you, when you're on the clock, um, we're going to allow that to happen. Um, we're also going to allow people though to to swoop in and make a pick if you make a bad pick if if you make a pick that uh, that the consensus doesn't agree with here that the panel doesn't agree with somebody else gets to come in and make a pick for you and fix it. For you. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure that's a new rule. I, mean, I thought you <laughs> were just <laughs> taking, <but> not. Yeah. <laughs> in the final rule, this is my favorite. Is just the fact I'm I'm not going to draft. I'm not involved in this draft. But if you guys mess up a pick. Uh, and of course, it's totally subjective. This is my show, so I get to decide when <laughs> when a bad pick is made, and then I'm gonna fix it for you. Nice. So that's out there. It's always a possibility. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Here's how we decided one on one. I had you guys blind bid on one on one. I I had you guys uh, offer a veteran player that you would give straight up for rookie pick one on one. Uh, the results were we had Alvin Kamara from Thurry. We had Dalvin Cook from Fenero. We, we had Antonio Gibson from Swag. And we had Saquon Barkley from Hopper. Jeez, I these mean, guys came strong. I mean, I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like I, I don't it. disagree with any of them. That's I the hope I didn't win it. If I won the 101, <laughs> I'm going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh, I, I think Kamara might be too much, but no. You guys, so you guys came with the eat. The only one that I thought was like uh, was too heavy was Barkley. Yeah, uh, that one obviously would get accepted, 
Um, but that's not necessarily what we're going for. We want something that's that's really pretty actionable. So I was kind of looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, again though my rules and i love barkley this year so <laughs> don't give up barkley for 101 he goes i don't give a, i don't gonna, give a crap i gotta write down how many times he says my rules my, that's I'm one with you though john i my, think people could be rules. giving up on barkley too early <laughs> too <laughs> uh, to me the the one that i thought was the most realistic uh the one that would I think would get accepted, um, but I also wouldn't have a huge problem with it either way. Was get, was Dalvin Cook? Uh, I, so I think I'm going to give 101 here to Finero. Um, you gave up Dalvin Cook. Now you're at 101. You're on the clock. So you can either make a pick here uh, with 101. And this so this is super flex. We also have a tight end premium. I doubt that's going to come into play, but just in case. And uh, you can make the pick. But I'm also curious, just in terms of 2022 rookie picks, what would it take for you to trade back from 101? What's your price? Yep, I was just about to do that, actually. I was yeah. going to offer a trade out there. Uh, what about the three and the six? Man, is anybody given uh, 103 and 106 to move up to 101? That's a tough one. Oh, God. Oh, man, that's 104, close. 104, 106, I, I think picked I'd it, do it. Picked, it for, picked it for a very specific reason. Three yeah, and right. six. Uh, it's a, th- and, it's uh, a very three, top three right here. I mean, so. especially, well. I have to have that three. Yeah, I, I mean, back. I would yeah. too. <clears throat> I absolutely would. Yeah. I'm I'm standing, is it, Pat. Is is that Pat. is that like the least, the, the, the least that you would uh, – Except I I'll wanted, do I'll do it for I wanted three and five, but I, I didn't think that would get taken, so I went three and six. Okay, think yeah, that, that line's right there. I think Swag Which, said he'd take it. I'll, I'll yeah, it. yeah, Swagzilla's yeah. gonna do it. So, um, nice. all right, so Finero's got 103 and 106, Swag's on the clock at 101. And I just get to pick, yep. I'm taking my Superflex 101 here, and that's Brees Hall. He's the one I feel the best about before landing spots. I'm not going to reveal anything else, more guys to pick. But, yeah, I'm taking Brees Hall here, and I feel really good about it. I would have loved to make a swap from Antonio Gibson to Brees Hall. I don't know what you guys think about that trade in the actual league. I don't have Antonio Gibson, but I would do that in a heartbeat. If you made that trade, what is it, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Before it was reported that McKissick was coming back to Washington, <laughs> McKissick was a bill I, for you, a minute. You probably could. Now yeah. I think people are so afraid of of McKissick. Really? It it they might. I mean, like you saw the like you saw the Twitter meltdown when McKissick mm-hmm. decided to come back. People were acting like you know oh, Gibbs is not going to be a thin anymore. <laughs> this is actually the same light though that I looked at it in when we did the the one hundred and one bids. Is you know. Would I basically swap this player for Brees Hall? Yeah, yep. same here. You know, when Barkley came up, the answer yeah. was given the the injuries, lack of explosiveness the last couple seasons, and where you can go back and I won't go into it here. You can go back and listen to our show from Tuesday where I do go into it a little bit. But what I think his uh, his ceiling is going forward. Spoilers: It's not his rookie year. Um, yeah, I would. I would swap Brees Hall for that. So, See, I, and I part like of this too is I don't know how everybody's going to draft here today. I know that 
that three was kind of hard for me to get. Both picks were hard for me to give up. I'm trying to be realistic in the, if we're really in our draft right now. Yep. But the three, I feel like I can do pretty good with. The six, I feel like I can get really sniped with. And um, so I'm just not sure. So if I had the three and the six, I mean, if I had time, I'd, I'd want to get a little bit back. But having to pull the trigger to get what I feel is going to be maybe a generational, I don't want to say generational, so overused, but maybe one of our next like stud fantasy running backs is what I mean when I say that. That, And I think that that could be Brees Hall in this class. I mean, once we get to 103, 106, you, you know, we can double back and ask that question too. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, based yeah. on these two players, yeah. would you have accepted these two? Because I mean, yeah, and we'll those are, by, those we'll are literally my like two, four or five, you know, those are my break points, right? It's, you know, you know, top three and then the next tier, Yep. You know, it's a three-person tier. That's why I was like, I like that's just, yeah, that's just like perfect for me not to say yes. <laughs> so real quick, is, is anybody here have a problem with Brees Hall one hundred and one in no. this super no. flex? It's, super it's, flex. Don't you do it, John? Don't you, <laughs> don't you do it? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make a correction just yet. Just know that you guys are on thin ice already. We're one pick in. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's I saw taking your tweet a quarterback. today, John. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> even considered a quarterback. You be and, uh, and, and I mean, three makes a good point. Like, let's see how this plays out. I want to see what 103 and 106 looks like. That's the only reason I'm not, I'm not going to veto that trade. But to me, 103, 106 for 101 is kind of a slam dunk. And I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with Brees Hall at 101. Uh, uh, but, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm not going to make any corrections here, but, um, man, nice. you guys are, you guys are living on the edge already. Mom is very, <laughs> very upset with us right now. <laughs> All right. One Oh two goes to three. And, uh, again, it, like you can, uh, you can either, I, I actually, you know, let, let's not even make it an option. Just tell me in terms of remaining 2022 picks, first and second round when not messing with thirds and fourths what would it take for you to move back from 102 um i still want the 103 if i'm picking up top here i want one of the three picks probably 103 and and maybe even like the 109 110 okay i'm i'm fine with i mean ideally i would want I'll do I that. do want 23s. You can't do that. You can't well, do that. You have to 103. So Finero has 103, so he's the only one in the position to make that move. Is that is that the least that you would accept, three? Yeah, for just doing 22s. Yeah. I haven't, uh, you know, when you get down to the end of the first, I haven't quite, you know, figured out tier breaks. But I, if, if I'm not picking at the 10, if I'm giving a up 104 and a 105. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I'll allow that. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, yeah, I'd do that. I mean, I mean, I thought about saying that, but I I was into that ton in cheek, but I didn't think that I get offered. So we're going 104 and 105 for 102. I'm with, I'm with you, Dan. I would do that too. Just trading yeah. away all the draft picks that aren't actually his. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> for the players That's... he wants. And I've been totally frozen out of the next 
You can trade for him. Yeah. <laughs> but can I can I trade picks somebody else has? No. I well, there's there's so, a 107 yeah. and a 108 out there. <laughs> yeah. You just got to keep track. Everything from 107 <laughs> on is theoretically yours. And, and I mean, not even theoretically, like literally the entire second round is yours, Hopper. So, <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so if this pick is mine, <laughs> yep. With the super flex 102, I'm taking Malik Willis. Okay. Yeah. And I feel really good about th- this too. Like, this is my 102. So, I kind of liked having control of the draft right here. I love what I added to my team, even though I traded away four picks at this point. <laughs> I was so happy to shout out Malik Willis. I was like, waiting, and then John was like, let's get a hypothetical first. I was like, or I can just shout out Malik Willis. <laughs> Be fine with it. Do you have analysis on it, or does it, and all you know, same question to everybody, and also does anybody have a problem with Malik Willis going second overall? I mean, I think he's the best quarterback in the class right now without landing spots. They're, they say he's a work in progress and he needs some time, but we'll see. Depending on, I, I'm guessing whoever drafts him isn't gonna give him that luxury, and he's going to be thrown out there. He's got a nice arm, mobile guy. I don't know, man. I think that he's just going to be, he's going to get that draft. And I think he'll either go to Seattle or the Panthers. I'm hoping for Seattle. If if he's in Seattle, I like him more. And I'm really great with this pick. Talk to me after the draft, honestly, you know, but today this is where I'm going. If we're doing a, a any of our rookie drafts before landing spots, I'm taking Malik Willis. So right now it was uh lions were project. Willis had the, had the second tie for the best odds. For the Lions' second pick, hmm. so right now he's top five projected. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in on and just say that I don't have a problem with this. I don't know that I would personally do it. Like I'm, it's not so egregious that I'm like, holy crap, why'd you do that? Because I get it. Malik Willis has the highest ceiling and the most talent of of any quarterback in this draft. To me, is this year's Trey Lance though, and you know this is, by my opinion, a weaker quarterback class. Um, Absolutely. There are no sure things. There's a lot of maybes, and Malik Willis's maybe is higher than everybody else's. Um, but you know, I, I don't think it's a surefire thing that it, you know he he starts. And again, it's just the Trey Lance. Com- there's some comparables there. You know, I don't think it's a surefire thing that he that he starts immediately. And I don't know that with all the question marks around any of these quarterbacks, I get that it's a super flex rookie draft that I want to take, you know, one of them in the top two or three picks. Now, I don't know that the reason I don't have a problem with it is because the other guys that I would think about here, um, you know, they also have some some things where you could very well paint questions there. But, you know, like I, who? I who, do you, who do you got in that same range, Hopper? The, the guys that I'd be potentially looking at here would be, you know, Burks is is going to come up there and then Kenneth Walker, who's my, my RB two would come up there, but Mm -hmm. you know, Walker, obviously, um, you know, some questions about what, where is he going to land? What's his workload going to be? It's not as complete of a profile as is Brees hall. Um, and a lot of running backs high in, in super flex leagues because of their longevity. I'm a little shy on. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, Burks also, you know, his, 
his profile lines up nicely with some big name receivers, but at the same time, it's also Nikhil Harry lines up there too. So there's some things that, you know, with Burks that don't make him a, a sure thing either. Those are the other two guys that I would think about, but I get why Willis has so mm-hmm. much upside, especially with the mobility. And, and for me without no landing spots, I mean, we don't yeah. even know that Brees Hall doesn't land behind Derrick Henry. Right. So I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, we could, I mean, anybody could land in a landing spot that were all of a sudden, like, I mean, look what happened to Clyde Edwards, Alaire and then Jonathan Taylor and Deandre Swift. Yep. That was so, always tools called though. The real ones knew it was JT and Swift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, our, like 1900 people say otherwise. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Trust me. I know. I, I wasn't high on Clyde. They don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> everybody loves them today. Like they loved them two years ago, but. But yeah, I'm just so, so I get what you're saying, and um, and I agree. Um, we had a uh, Mark Schofield did a rookie fever player profile with Fenero actually phenomenal show, and he even mentioned that this year he would have his highest ranked quarterback in this class, sixth in last year's class. So that's not saying much. So I mean, good point yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, man, it's just it's. Yeah, even even with the risk involved with these quarterbacks, I mean, it's just kind of your last chance to do it. So we'll, we're going to stick with Malik Willis, but I, you know, I think it's a fair point um, that uh, I mean, there's there's nothing given uh, with these the quarterbacks in this class. So we're on to 103. Finero has that one after trading Dalvin Cook for 101, and then 101 back to 103 and 106. Um, just a quick check in is, uh, how does everybody feel about like, let's cut out the middleman there and just say one Oh three and one Oh six for Dalvin cook. Like, does that sound, does that sound about right too? I take that, especially if I'm not going to be competitive this year. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Cause you're, I mean, at this point with how it looks like you could get a running back easily more valued than cook by the end of the season. Yeah. I, like I think it. I still want Dalvin. Really? Yeah, he's going to, I think he'll, as long as he's healthy, he'll have more fantasy points. So you'll have a running back through the season at if at any point, if your team starts to fall apart and he's still healthy, then you can divert to 2023. I don't feel that's a good point too. Kenneth Walker. Yeah. I, I agree is who I would take here, mm-hmm. but without knowing where he's at and what kind of fantasy points he's going to put up just for the 2022 season. I'm comfortable just at that point sticking with Dalvin if I can't get Brees Hall, quite honestly. Yeah. But, so it sounds like we already have a vote but man, for... It's, that's a tough one because he's a sell for me, but I, I want a little bit more for Dalvin. Huh. Yeah. That's just how good of a profile Brees Hall has. I mean, I don't think Walker is that far behind, but when you when you take off the, you know, when he hasn't checked the pass catching like boxes yet. I mean, that's mm-hmm. such an important piece to a running back profile that with Walker, it's more like he's, you know, he could be Melvin Gordon or he can be Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And, and that's it's not just that's the quarterback that class that's weaker here either. It's running backs as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and some other things that I noticed <clears throat> with Walker just kind of working his film. I mean, he doesn't have the, he didn't necessarily check the pass catching boxes and volumes. He, I guess, looked comfortable enough at it. But 
you know, there are some things in short yardage and between the tackles. He definitely works better in space, basically, um, that I didn't necessarily love. He's explosive. Love that. Um, and, you know, the other thing is, is he going to be on the field without the pass catching work and saw definitely some key whiffs on blocks? Is he going to be on the field on third down? That I have some concerns with that, too. Yeah. Let's see who the pick is uh, is going to be here at 103. I'm curious about We'll have to check in on that Isn't again after. Can you trade that pick away for Dalvin Cook? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good following through my strategy. So I was, I was John hoping that Malik Willis would fall here, but I knew that my consolation prize would still be in the tier one of running backs, and everyone's alluded to that already. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker. 1,636 yards this past season, uh, 18 touchdowns, another touchdown. Uh, also looked pretty good in the combine on passing drills. Just seemed like pretty natural at it. I'm wondering if he just wasn't really asked to do it. He clearly was the workhorse on that offense uh, running the ball. Uh, we also don't – we always are concerned. I'm not, I'm not one of those people about wear and tear – he just does have that one year of volume, so we don't have that either. So we got some nice young um, tires. And, uh, yeah, no, Kenneth Walker, I think, is a teardrop after him. So this is why I traded down. So I wanted to see if, you know, again, I, I wanted Malik Willis here, but I also know how others feel about the quarterback. So I have that choice at six, and I have others. So yeah, Kenneth Walker at the three. So I, and I know Swag voted for him. Uh, what about the Beerfield guys? Any uh, any issues with Kenny, Kenneth Walker no. here? No, That's I think it's pick the right too. pick. It'd be yeah. mine as well. That is okay. my tier break too. Also, I agree. Yeah, okay. I agree with that point. All right. Um. So real quick, dun, 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 dun. Uh, I have awarded one hundred and seven and one hundred and eight to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so so you've got a couple picks to work with uh that aren't just kind of theoretical just fugazi just floating out there for some anybody to grab uh you actually have some draft capital i was actually just gonna try to freeload this whole show (laughs) (laughs) he's the other john he's not gonna pick but he's gonna give comments yeah but i was gonna do it very subtly (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that's the way to do it just yeah just sit on the throne and snipe that's what i'm doing so um yeah i wouldn't uh I, i i highly recommend it when you can get that type of gig uh, so we're on to 104 with 30, and uh, let's go back to uh, putting it out there. We didn't really do it with 103, but um, we can make it available for trade. Um, this time, uh, I mean, we don't, we won't just automatically process it. But I am curious what your price would be to trade back from 104. See this, so this one, I I would need to have, I think a 23. First, a part of it, like I'm not, not doing 23. I know, yeah. I I know. That's that's why I, I probably would sit to sit back and make this pick. I mean, I guess if you I hold know. on to the pick, it'll gain value into 2024. <laughs> you know what? I heard picks gain I value. Yes, I, I will. I will trade you the 107 and my 2023 <laughs> Beerfield Superflex Rookie Fever mock. <laughs> draft first Mac- round Macarama. that I may, may not get. Macarama. <laughs> Beerfield yeah. and Superflexi. Yeah. 
See, I would accept fever. that. It's, it's, that's the fun part. I would accept that. <laughs> no one will want a random 23 first, which just happens to be wherever my pick lands next year in this extravaganza. You have to, you have to say the name of the of the draft right, though. I can't league. do that, man. I'm going to stutter, and it's going to be, if you want this show to go three hours, then I wow. veto. Then I veto. <laughs> um. Uh, actually, like I am kind of curious as we go through here, like just I mean, we're not going to actually do this, but I'm curious just everybody's point where you would trade away that pick you would trade out completely for a 2023 first. Just not, just that. We're, we're not, not there yet. For me. Yeah, but we're we're getting close. OK, right around nine, maybe. Yeah, maybe around like 201. I was going to say maybe eight or nine, yeah. like eight or nine, probably eight or nine. For me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'm gonna make just, a pick. I'll here. probably just draft. Honestly, I'm gonna try to make my team better this year. Honestly, yeah. I, I uh, I'll I'm try this for a veteran. To... I'll try this for Delvin Cook. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get down to me, and I'm gonna like I'll trade this for Delvin Cook. So, yeah, no, right. it, it depends, too, man. You almost have to be on the clock and see when the well dr- runs dry. When after we know landing spots, that's such a tough right. one today. Though I'm keeping my picks, man. I'm so tired of hearing about 2023 picks. It's weird. I'm making my pick. <laughs> I'm picking right, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. Yes. Anyone have a problem with that besides me? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be a quarterback. I don't like taking receivers first round. But I don't like any of the running backs. That's what I think right the best wide receiver in the draft He's... is. Wide receivers have a, a long shelf life. We don't know landing spots. So, I mean, you don't know what, what volume or what type of support he's going to get there, but you were saying yeah. Green Bay, they just traded their one away, so a lot of free targets there. There's some teams that that need help, and you know, I think Burks, despite some of the concerns I mentioned with this profile earlier, is the best receiver in this class, um, and I think that you know, as long as you're sniping people from the elite tier of each position, that that's the logical next pick. John, I'm here... John, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on on. Would you go quarterback? Are you looking at quarterback here? Are you looking that at that's that's part of it. That's a big part of it. I mean, um, I know wide receivers are always tough because you can just get value in the second round, and this year is a good. A, that's why I want to trade out, but I also yeah. just want to keep making picks so we can talk about prospects mm-hmm. and For stuff sure. like that. So. For sure. I mean, like I I don't I don't have a problem with considering wide receiver there. Uh, it, it is, it just feels strange to me to have, you know, five like first round worthy quarterbacks in a super flex and only have one of them off the board through four picks. Um, that one's tough for me, but I also just think, I mean, to me, Garrett Wilson is a wide receiver one. That's, I get that so much. I just, I love Burks' complete profile and size. Wilson to me, which could definitely become like, he looks like the prototype of these years, except mm -hmm. he's still what 10 to 15 pounds lighter like we look at jefferson and chase he fits that that you know slimmer mold but he's still what 10 15 pounds lighter than that mm-hmm. so i mean is he pro does he actually profile as a one so i'll take the risk on burks yeah he he had a he had a, a you know uninspiring combine after being told for three years that the Debbie community is saying that he's going to be the next big julio jones super fast large he's you know DK mixed with Brown and he goes out there and he looks like Nikhil Harry. So yeah, I do have I do have some question marks on his worth that thick after that. Mm-hmm. But he's still 
like he still has a ridiculously good production profile. You know, the way that Arkansas used him, you know, from what it sounds like, it's because Arkansas sucked and they just wanted to get the ball in his hands. So yeah. will there be some raw, you know, some raw moments? Is he going to have to learn how to fight against Pressmore because he plays outside? Yeah, probably. But he's still six foot two, two, you know, 225. And if if we're trying to make it a copycat league and we just saw Debo Samuel completely, you know, take the league by storm. I mean, Burks, you know, fits that size mold. So I'll uh, I'll take the risk on missing on maybe a higher floor prospect in Wilson. And I'll take I'll shoot for the moon. In Burks, and I yeah. don't have a problem with quarterbacks still being available here. I mean, that's just how down I am on this on this class. And <laughs> I, I hate rather, this so much. And I would rather move out of that spot than take a a quarterback there because, well, they're first round worthy. Okay, they're first round worthy in this class, which would be, you know, second, third round worthy in any other class, and just because. For sure. they, that worthy for, in this class there's a reason you see the qb carousel going on in the nfl that you do instead of some of these teams standing pat trying to draft one of these guys and it's because you don't like what's going on we don't have a right. lawrence or fields for or, me right. the, the true Wilson. elephant in the room here that we're not talking about is isaiah spiller oh god and that's oh. the player that <laughs> i would probably consider there over a wide receiver still just around too early yeah uh, I wouldn't go. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I like think that um, he will return production and value quicker than the wide receivers in the class. He's still going to get day two draft capital, like I'm the box we've seen post draft. What's that's, that? That's what I wanted to jump in and say. Spiller. I feel like I feel like Spiller has become. Um, what can you guys tell me? What the opposite of a Twitter darling is right now. <laughs> um, it, he's getting he's Twitter getting a food. little he's getting a little junked on and um and I don't really I don't totally get it if you look at any NFL mock from the beginning of this process to now, uh, Hall Walker and Spiller are really tight within ten picks of each other on that day too, and you know you will occasionally see Spiller fall, but I'll occasionally see Walker above Brees Hall too, and Brees Hall is a one on one in this draft. I see Walker above Breesaw more than anything now. Yeah, Spiller's I agree. actually dropped to three, and I mean we haven't seen we haven't seen like the true draft insiders do their updated mocks. True. Since the combine, so it, it's that's the one that I'm waiting for. Like I, I yeah. I'll dunk on McShay and you know and I just and, think uh, he's going to be a value in the late first. I really do now because I feel like yeah. he's getting. I feel like in I, our I, community I he's getting where junked he's going. on pretty hard. I realize where he's yeah. going, but I mean, but I'm not picking him here either. I'm going to go. That's who with the, I am picking when I'm on the clock at, at that point. I think or yeah. in, I mean, most of my teams are pretty stout that I don't want to take a risk on some of these quarterbacks. Um, but I, I would be happy to put Isaiah Spiller on my bench as my RB five or six honestly well Wide so receivers don't matter <laughs> that's, that, i'll trade i'll trade the pick it. that would be used for speller for probably for a productive back then or again or trying to trade out <laughs> well yeah i would also <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. it would be used I mean, like, for a productive back because you're not I do drafting like, one there if you're using it on spiller <laughs> at oh, this point i could flip you uh sincere mccormick later no, I would probably yes. trade away any of the rest yeah. of the picks for Silver Josh bullet. Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm completely mm-hmm. fine with that, especially now with the offense getting improved and mm-hmm. that division is just going to be scoring so many points. Josh Jacobs is going to be a value this year. So I'm not I absolutely like agree with that. Saying Isaiah Spiller's like that, this next thing, but 
of the I don't know. All these wide receivers are gambles, just like any season, I guess. I don't with know. Burks I'm, I'm going running back. Yeah, with Burks disappointed, Dad made a, it definitely. I get made a it though. For me. I, I I get mm-hmm. how unpopular that is with some of these wide receivers. I do. So I'm not going to intervene just yet because Thury has another pick here at 105. Oh God! Uh, opportunity, of course, to to trade back. Uh, but I'm also just kind of curious, like coming off of making a pick of Traylon Burks, who goes next? And I think I'm actually going to take away your opportunity to trade. Uh, I want to see. I want to see how you follow up that Burks pick. I know oh. what he's going to do, and I'm going to throw something. No, it's not Spiller. Yeah, good. It's John's <laughs> it's, rules. It's, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's sincere McCormick. <laughs> don't feel pressured to take a quarterback here. No, I'm not taking a. I don't think I'm going to. Oh, if I do though, it, it, if I'm taking a quarterback, it, it, it would be Ritter. So, um, I want all the mobility upside of anything. Um, John, I hate you. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> I think Garrett Wilson's the pick here. I've been I've been tiptoeing back and forth between him and London. Um, the rumors of London potentially falling further now because he didn't test, and I know he, I know he's banged up and hurt. But the rumors with him, if the Jets don't take him at 10, you know, some rumors find that he could, you know, slip and fall down even further, potentially further than Burks. Um, thankfully, with Green Bay opening up multiple picks in the, in the 20s, and one of them probably being a receiver, I would take the more comfortable pick in Wilson because I think he's going to fire off. And in round one, he's going to likely get top 15 draft capital. And he is from you know from all the film grinders out there it's it's they just rave route running body control body positioning you know creating separation and he's an early declare which you can't you know which you can't you know undersell like the nfl wants him right now and i'll i'll take the the, the two of the best three wide receivers in my tier because you can't let me trade out and because <laughs> i did because i see spiller decided to have just yeah. A terrible combine. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't you don't get to take Traylon Burks and then trade out. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's a package I, I, deal. If you're gonna take <laughs> Traylon Burks, you got to make another pick. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And and in fact, uh, I I'm not gonna I'm I'm going to uh, my house. My rules were doing that, um, but I'm not gonna get too crazy with it. I'm just gonna swap those two. I'm gonna let the okay. record show that Garrett Wilson went 104, Traylon Burks went 105. And uh, we'll call it good. I mean, I, I, I think that it's it's fair to consider wide receiver there. Uh, to me, like kind of what what ends up winning out is the fact that, I mean, those two still are super close. They are. Um, I, I like. I think that you've got to put both of those two in a tier together. They're all in the same tier. Those two and Drake London to me, unless yeah. one of them slips, which sounds like it could be London. Then sure, but the draft hasn't happened yet. We, we don't know where these guys, you know, like we don't know their draft capital and we don't know what their, their teams are going to be to see who's getting yeah, more opportunity sure. to start. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the big, uh, that's, that's the fine print on all of this is, I mean, this is, and this is why I don't like talking rookies. If I'm being honest is because we just don't have enough information. <laughs> we don't have the biggest piece of information yet which is landing spot draft capital like that's that's what actually determines you know the the value of these players that's where everything kind of falls into place but it's still like it's it's fun to to kind of speculate at this point 
but yeah, I mean, we're, we're just, we're not even at 50% complete information at this point. Like, I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I guess to me, just from a strategy standpoint, I mean, you just kind of look at how many wide receivers are available and how similarly they're going to score. And I think it, to me, that's the reason to go probably quarterback. You could also consider a running back there. Um, you know, especially when you've got those back-to-back picks, uh, just, you know, just because, yeah, I mean, it, like, how do you decide between, I mean, but there's like the way that I look at it is it's because we don't know what our team construction is. We don't know what, you know, our positional sure. values are at. Then like, even if we don't know, we're basing strictly off of building our team off of rookies. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like, I'm sure I may miss on Ritter. Right. But the entire NFL may miss on Ritter and the entire NFL may miss on all these quarterbacks. And there's not like none of these guys feel safe. Like there's no, they're all either high ceiling. Maybe some of them could be the next Andy Dalton or something like that. But I like, I'm not going to trade. I'm not going to spend up for that. I'm not drafting for knee when, when best player available is clearly there. I'll make my trades early on or later on if I need to, to help, you know, uh, shore up my roster. And after the running, like after Walker in a hall, like the running backs tape a nosedive for me because mm-hmm. we, we, we are a lot of these guys. We need information. I love Rashad white right now. He's not going day two at all. And I would love to take him here, but he's 23 and he might go past round four. Like mm-hmm. I'm not taking him right now. I can't like, it, it wouldn't make any sense to me. So yeah. I would rather go with the known commodity, which what I feel confident in saying, and I'll worry about the rest later. John, I would like to make a trade. Okay, yeah, we're at 106. Fenero's got it. What uh, what would it take? I want Swags's two picks next. I don't have any picks. Oh, I Hopper's want, got the two. I want Hopper's. Picks. I want Hopper's. Oh, see, it was only going to work with Swags because Swags wants Spiller. Yeah, I, uh, it was uh, only going to work with Hopper. So, <laughs> Hopper so, told me he wants Spiller. So in John head, changed in my head, the Spiller's rules. Already off the board, like he should be. All right, cool. I'll well, you, I'll offer it to Hopper then. Hopper, I want your two picks stuff. for the six. I think I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not here. I haven't had a pick I figured, yet. I, I figured you might be. In, I figured so I think, you might be. I think I'm All good right. hanging out here. There's not enough of a break either between six, seven, eight. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is that like the least that you would accept though, Fenero? For yeah, uh, that was that was shooting for the. I was playing the room. Um, yeah. it looks like <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like everyone's willing to wait on quarterback. I had the picks. I mean, and honestly, hard. John, my plan for those two picks were back-to-back quarterbacks. By the way, um, but that's not going to happen. You do it. You're, I, I, you, I, I saw I, the book. I think Don't that's even the answer. Think about too. it, King. I think that's the answer. <laughs> What's the answer? <laughs> you go. You go back-to-back quarterbacks. So yeah, see, that's like, what I mean. Everybody in the room would just love me to quote-unquote waste my picks on. QB. I feel John. I feel John did this on purpose. <laughs> he's, he's got us all with the same mindset. Besides Spiller, I just saw the gears turning. <laughs> like Tom was going to force that trade to happen. Just so <laughs> yeah, I was watching. I, I saw it on his face. All right, I well, thought about it. I'm, 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 I am curious though. Like, is there, is there, like, if I were, if I was to give swags specifically. Uh, two of the picks that aren't already, yep, aren't already claimed. Like, yep. are there two picks that you would give up one hundred six for? In and this, I mean, in this like, room, yes. Yeah, <laughs> in this room, yes. I would, I would love two picks anywhere, anywhere after this. To be honest, maybe like before, before eleven. So maybe like in that seven to ten area, I want two of those. Like nine and ten. 
Yeah, I would do it. You you would do yep, that? Absolutely. Swag's, swag's 100%. You? 100%. Well, I'm not going to take the bait. Like that, <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> uh, um, I'll give it to Swags as long as he takes Isaiah Spiller, like he said earlier, and then my so guys will probably fall to me. That's <laughs> where you make the John. trade and then snipe him. Take the I know. I would have, too. I, I mean, I would have had to. So no, I'll I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> None of us are taking him. We think he sucks. Like maybe you want to move up, even though you could have him at one oh nine and one ten. <laughs> and that's the great thing about rookie drafts because you're gonna get people who think differently than you, yeah. and that's gonna look at that's you right. and be like, "Man, I keep seeing Spiller fall to the one twelve two oh one, and then some guys took him at the one oh six. Like I got lied to, man. And that's you know that's how the crook crumbles. Yeah. You know? Then they, they take Rondale Moore instead of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that feels personal. <laughs> well, I guess no, I'm drafting then. I am not a Rondale yeah, Moore sounds... guy. I'm a but, uh, Moore I... is much, 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 much less guy. <laughs> I've fallen off of him, sadly, after the I'm I'm going to go ahead and draft uh, the second quarterback. Nice. And he is my second quarterback, Matt Corral. Right. Um, I was a little worried about his size, um, but I'm 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 gonna go ahead and 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 go here with this, and and I think a quarterback this late in the draft is is kind of sweet after snagging Ken, Kenneth Walker. Uh, Pickett was a consideration, and I know that hand size is going to be brought up every time we 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 talk about Pickett, and I, I do think there's a little bit of validity to just how small his hands are um but i don't need to worry about that i'm going matt corral um from ole miss and uh pretty happy about it actually so 106 matt corral that was the correct pick uh i'm not even gonna put <laughs> oh, it oh man beer field just fucking loves coming out matt corral should have went 103 matt no, corral should go three uh, out of three <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that <laughs> I mean, but, he may not get first round. He he might he might fall the first. I mean, that's, that, that's I think he will, I think seeing. he will get first round. And I can't it's take a quarterback so, who doesn't go first round. I, just, I can't. So, the arm talent's there. I'll give you that. Matt Corral is what I think a lot of people wanted Carson Strong to be from an arm talent perspective. Mm -hmm. But oh, man, he's so reckless, it's so ugly. It's so un undeveloped. It's so. Ugh, it's not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. It's just because. You said reckless, and those are the first two that come to mind when I think like reckless college tape is Josh Allen and Patrick. Mahomes. <laughs> but <laughs> it's I can't it's believe you so took a shot at you took a shot at Matt Corral and Carson Strong in the same <laughs> breath. And I yes. don't I, like the one thing that I didn't give myself is a way to punish you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's picking next. It's like he's gonna like yeah, he's giving you Spiller and Carson Strawn now. <laughs> hey, he's got, he's got back to back so, picks. But what I did do is uh it, it, I rewarded yes. Fanero um, for making the correct pick. I gave him 109, one spot ahead of swag at 110 at 110. You, I thought you gave 109 to somebody. No? I thought you gave nope. 109 to 110 to Swag, or is that just hypothetical? No, no that was seven and eight. Yeah, that was that was hypothetical. You know, seven and he, eight. Gave, he gave me seven and eight. He asked yeah. Swags if you would trade him the 106 for the 109. Because he was trying, and that's the yeah. bait he was trying to get that, you to come that, up and take. Yeah, Spiller. I thought Swag had that. Mm, that was I really don't care, John. That was hypothetical. This is your show. 
<laughs> you, you can get whatever picks you, you like. Change your picks on the fly if you want. Now I'm rewarding Thurry with <laughs> <laughs> for saying yeah. the magic words. Uh, this I'm is your show. I will make two picks in the draft because <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to get rewarded here. <laughs> <laughs> I just shit out. This is super favorite play. No swearing. I just pooped on Matt Corral and Carson Strong in one sentence. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you and I are already, we, we already have beef, so you might as well just pick your stupid wide receivers here at 107, 108. You no, do have the opportunity so. to... I actually, I'm to... taking a quarterback at 107. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, 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 we're working our way back It's going to be the one you guys I, like. Now, now I'm, uh, yeah, Dan, Dan knows what I'm going to do here. So Ritter definitely has to be in consideration, but I'm going to go Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is my QB1A, I guess, because Willis has all the upside, but I think Pickett is the most NFL-ready on day one. I think he's I the most that. surefire yeah, thing I hope so. He's got five years of playing. And <laughs> if you take the, the hand size out of it, I think – there's some intangible things that I really liked when I watched I agree him. With I that think too. the pocket awareness was very, very much there. I thought that he did a great job working through his reads. Um, and a lot of his throws and stuff remind me kind of what, um, you know, he's not Joe Burrow, but it kind of reminds me a lot of some of the talent that I saw on like Joe, Joe Burrow a little bit, but more so Justin Herbert, a guy that a lot of people faded pre-draft process. And then it gets, came into the league and just been very, very good. And there are definitely some similarities I saw there as well. So, you know, we'll see what happens on draft day and how the NFL feels about tiny hands. But I think that outside of that, everything else checked the boxes that I look for, which is can you spread the ball around? Do you work through your reads? Are you aware in the pocket? Do you know where the pressure is coming from? Can you make – do you have the throw power? Can you make the throws? And Pickett checks all of that. So He's mobile enough, too. And he's mobile enough. He can like, scramble. Like a Burrow, get, yep. Like, like Burrow, yeah. like Herbert. So. I agree. Yeah. I, I think this is the right pick here. Yep. I was really worried because I couldn't believe I took so much crap for – Isaiah Spiller when Desmond Ritter's been mentioned like 20 times in the first <laughs> I'm sorry, I want I want mobility upside with a bunch of these average Joes. I like Ritter, but Ritter's as who's backup. Yeah, he's kind of he's going to that teens. He like he's been slipping too in these locks. That's mm-hmm. my fear with Ritter, though. Is oh, Ritter, of, absolutely. There's a lot of like Kellen Mond things I saw with, with oh, he's Ritter. Better I, than like, Kellen Mond. I like Mond too. <laughs> I did like Mon too, but there are just some things I saw there that were close. Gives me pause. Um, so that's. Are we good with that one hundred seven? John, you're not going to override me. On that one. <laughs> it's the one pick he likes from you. Well, I have I my ruling. That was a correct pick. Yeah, so we're not gonna we're not gonna entertain any. I wonder uh, if Kenny Pickett sits behind Mitch for the year. Well, could be. And he's been I'd, falling into that range. I just I'm not saying that's bad if he does, on. but I do no, no, wonder I like, if Pittsburgh's like still interested in him. Yeah. Yeah. They still oh. have three quarterbacks all rostered. I wonder if they're gonna let go of Mason Rudolph after giving Haskins an extension. Like how how did Haskins get an extension? So Hopper, I, I do have a question for you, just kind of more of a strategic from a strategic standpoint. Like um you know, you get to 107, that's your first pick. You see Kenny Pickett there. Is is that something where you would entertain offers to move back with the potential of ending up with, a you know, Sam Howell 
or uh, or Desmond Ritter, or is that one of those where you're just like you had no. pre-draft set? I would have entertained offers to to move back for Ritter, and like Dan mentioned, there's a big drop off in running backs, but there are a lot of running backs that I like kind of in the like the early second to mid second round range that that I would be okay with getting. So uh, I'm I would have definitely entertained, especially having back to back picks offers to move back there because there's only one guy. It's not Kenny Pickett. It's I only picked Kenny Pickett there to make you happy. I was gonna pick him probably eight. <laughs> I would have done these in reverse. I wasn't trying to make you happy. Well, now uh, I'm taking away your pick for pandering. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But, but no, I I would have been okay having back-to-back picks, moving back there, getting a little bit more draft capital, especially with the wide receiver depth and the fact that I know that there are three or four running backs there that I still like. None of them named Isaiah Spiller. So <laughs> second so, round value. We'll, we'll have to do this after landing spots, and you guys can keep Wait. crapping on Isaiah Spiller. And I probably, I mean, it's just Desmond funny. Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter's like a late second round rookie pick, probably. I today. saw, I just, re- I just saw a mock where Matt Corral went in the third round. Like none of the mocks feel like. I would rather have Matt cohesion. Corral or Sam Howell today than Desmond uh, Ritter. I, I would so have if it's any Howell credibility to me, Matt I have Howell and Ritter in the same team. So. <laughs> I feel like we're not we're, we're not being. Asked. I feel like Come I'm on, not, and it is the next year, <laughs> by the way, after the picket. Okay, oh. it's Alan Ritter. Hmm. Uh, so with the board the way it was, uh, with 107 coming up, and you've got those back-to-back picks, which of the two would you rather trade back? I mean, obviously you're going to get a little bit more for 107, uh, but you're going to most likely miss on Kenny Pickett. So which of the two? Would you rather trade back? I probably would have moved back the the eighth. That way, I stayed in control of what I wanted to do there, and that that's really predicated by again. If I were doing this in my my rookie draft and was in this situation with the board, the way that it was, I would definitely be looking to go because I don't devalue wide receivers. I'd have been looking Drake London there, Mm -hmm. and then would have been okay moving back a little bit for Powell or or Ritter, honestly. Okay. But I do. I'm tremendously bad at getting quarterbacks right and getting quarterbacks right in superflex. Dan We're can all, attest to that. So well, I don't think anyone's. It's so hard to predict these these guys. That's why it's funny that you know people get up and not on the show, but in general, people get really upset that you don't. Why would you have him over him? It's like I mean, yeah. the NFL makes it about as wrong as we all do. I'm just the way that I look because I, I approach things from an analytical standpoint. I'm just trying to find the boxes that I like being checked. Mm-hmm. And then from the quarterback spot, which I can't scout for crap, that I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna hope that it works out. Well, or, again, I mean, we could potentially do this again after landing spots, and yeah. there's only two quarterbacks that we're even interested in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's really right the now. truth of this class, you know. Like we're we're kind of like going back and forth on a couple players, but I mean, we could really like this could all change so much honestly and um And there's a fat chance that you get two starters out of this quarterback class that maintained that position fat chance in my opinion yes i think there's maybe one you're open for two there's probably gonna be one it's almost like are you wasting picks by taking quarterbacks with what we really kind of know about this quarterback class honestly and what we know about even like some of the first round like 101 quarterbacks that have been taking and what's happening with Baker right now, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, like 
Um, and, and those are all guys that were taking 101. We're not projecting the NFL to take any of these guys first. Look overall. at the guys from last year. Like we got we we got spoiled with Herbert. We right. got spoiled. We got spoiled with Baker. We have to remember Biggie's rookie season. You said a lot of those records that Herbert just broke. Like we, we we got spoiled with those guys with Jackson, and it took Allen three years to get there. Like all of a sudden, people are freaking out about Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. and Justin Fields, and the unknown of Trey Lance because we didn't get immediate production from those guys in their first year. Well, everybody thinks it's going to be what was it, twenty eighteen with with Drew Locke and that was nineteen 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 yeah twenty nineteen mm-hmm. and which was not a good quarterback class. And I think you hit the nail on the head there, Swag, and why I said what I said earlier with John's five first-round quarterbacks Mm -hmm. comment, which is that, (laughs) you know, you could just be blowing picks out of your butthole because because, you don't want to get them wrong. I look at this. Yeah, and I look at this list, and there will be – one or two, probably that mm-hmm. are. And then you start starters. to look at available spots after yeah. what we've had this next week. And I mean, most teams are already saying they'd rather have Jimmy G. They'd rather, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they'd <sighs> rather rough. take on Watson's baggage. And you know, you mm-hmm. can say there's going to be two, but I can look at this and say, tell me two, tell me the two that are going to be starters in this class with confidence. I think a lot of people would bet it's hard. on Willis. There's none. There's none. You pick it, but you can't because there's all the none. way from. Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett down to Bailey Zapp and Dustin Crum, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like okay, yeah. maybe I could. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. John, we should do this were. again after landing spots. Yeah, that's the, the thing. Same group. I mean, it, it, you know, as much as we talk about the draft capital for, you know, for wide receivers and and running backs, and then also, you know, landing spot for running backs. All of that stuff is just like that. That's kind of the indicator for a quarterback generally speaking i mean it like we we know that if you're if it's a quarterback taken in the you know like top half of the nfl draft they're gonna get like a th- you know a three-year runway whereas anybody else taken in the back half half of the first round and beyond you're getting like eight games to prove that you're you know you're getting like half mm-hmm. a season to prove that you that you belong as an NFL starter and if you don't show out in that short amount of time yeah i mean that's you're just kind of relegated Texans to the, the bench. third overall pick and they sound more comfortable with Davis Mills than dipping into the draft yeah god we'll see what happens too. come draft day but i mean they sound you know what i mean like that's how yeah. the NFL is starting to feel about this quarterback class yeah. And the NFL historically wants to reach on quarterbacks. They've told us countless times mm-hmm. that they do. And then now they're saying, nah, fam. <laughs> like, dude, that's scary. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't think, yeah. it, like, I wouldn't be shocked if none of these guys hit. It, and we come back in three years and we redraft this and no quarterback still going to reflex. And I mean, the other problem is, you know, what are we, like, what are, how are we defining a hit? You know, that's part of the problem too. Like, sure. uh, you know, for I think I feel like the best that we can really hope for from this class is a long-term starter who's going to be kind of in the you know Back mid Jones. low mid QB two range. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of looking for mm-hmm. Mac Jones Mac out of Jones. this class. Like that's, that's kind of what, what we're what we're hoping for from this class. Um, I, there's still value in that in superflex. Yeah, that's yeah, that's part yeah. of the problem. And that's to me, that's where like I, I don't have a problem with the way this is being drafted. 
Um, but for me, I probably still would take as many shots as I, I, I would love to get Brees Hall if I'm in a position to do it. But uh, beyond that, I'm, I'm honestly just taking as many shots as I can at quarterback, even though, I mean, there's not a whole lot of upside with this class. It's just so hard to find guys who just solidify that foundation for you that I'm, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to miss out on the wide receivers in this class. I know that I'll be able to find wide receivers in other ways, you know, and, and kind of same with running back. I just, to me, it's just so important to, to find quarterbacks that, you know, you're going to be able to start that it, it, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the number one challenge of Superflex to a point where I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to take shots on these guys, even though I have so low expectations for so, most of them. So what you're saying is you're kind of fine if you get Mitch Trubisky for four years and then he takes his fifth year off and then he goes to the Steelers on on a new contract mm-hmm. after the, the yeah. kind of I mean, okay top with three that. picks still. <laughs> whole, I mean, like look at yeah. look at Sam Darnold still getting starting reps after his horrendous run and mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the Jets and Baker is going to be a starter wherever he gets traded off to. Yeah, Daniel Jones right. still a starter, but <laughs> a lot of that's draft capital. It's because you can get these guys with the fifth year option on cheap deals before you have to pay a quarterback, and that's only yep. going to happen when they're first rounders. So that's that's why the conversation after draft capital is going to be mm-hmm. more important with who goes in the first round because those first round guys are going to get a long leash maybe with more than one team again drew lock yep oh yeah exactly Second. all right let's uh but let's move on from there and we'll uh hopper i'm just gonna let you make this pick it sounded like yeah. it was drake london but i'm still gonna let you do it <laughs> no, it, it is Drake London, and for reasons mentioned earlier, um, you know, a lot of people have him clustered up there with with Burks and and with Wilson. So to get him, you know, what is it, four picks later? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there are injury concerns. Just twenty two games uh, throughout his college career, just eight games last season. But in those eight games, eighty eight receptions, over a thousand yards, um, seven touchdowns. So super productive, um, super productive. Um, great size to him. He definitely low breakout age, high dominator rating. He definitely profiles is, you know, a guy that, that can play outside and has what it takes to be elite if he can stay healthy. And I think that's where, where the question marks come in with, with London, but the talent profile, you can't really question that. And to get him, you know, where the ceiling is with guys that went four picks earlier, you know, I'll, I'll, take it especially having back-to-back picks i can kind of afford to do that flyer here was anybody else in consideration right there uh not for me no i'm sure that spiller might have been for some other people but not not really (laughs) for me i mean if i hadn't just taken a quarterback then i don't want to i mean i'm not taking spiller probably until one of you guys do (laughs) (laughs) yeah ritter could have been there for me um there's no I'm not, there's no running backs that I'm considering just yet. Um, like Dan mentioned with white, I like Rashad white a lot, but 23 years old, feel much more comfortable, not getting any, um, love seemingly from mock drafts, people that are plugged in. So, you know, I'm, I, I really want to wait for that next tier of running backs until either very back of the first or early in the second, before I start picking those off. 
Okay. So uh, I'm going to put this out to everybody. I'm curious if anybody feels this way. So uh, 108, Drake London, anybody on the clock at 108 trading that pick rather than taking Drake London, trade that pick, get completely out of 2022, trade that for a 2023 first, even though you have no idea where that's going to land. Is anybody doing that? Yes. This is right where I'm considering it, the 8-9 area. I would yeah. I would still ask for a little more on top, but I would probably still yeah. make the deal otherwise. Because okay. at this point, it's kind of a. I mean, it's is there anybody fun. else? Is there anybody else that you guys are? I guess at this point, Spiller. I know for a couple of you, but other than Spiller in London, is there anybody else in play here? Do you kind of have a known commodity now? of What you're looking for that value to be for me? Yeah, for me, I still have a guy. I, I could think not of Spiller. two that, um, yeah, that aren't Spiller that I'm. Um, I would probably pick just for the fun of picking. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Rather That's than going to 2023. And um, <laughs> and when I say I'm sick of hearing about the 23s, I, I don't mean on this show. I kind of mean from um, general consensus. Like, I, I just don't think that that's the quickest path to success. And I'm going to try to build my team here in this draft. Even I would I want veterans. Some I would be looking. Away. I think Swag, yeah, I, I think like you mentioned it. Yeah. Like Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. Like yep. even the guys like like nineteen like even Miles like Miles Sanders potentially like give me known you know known production even though they're a bit older and we're mm-hmm. a lot more certain what their profile is over the unknown here like we all want twenty threes because it could be whatever it is it's the mystery box the Family Guy if I could um, bundle that in a package for somebody that people are down on to right now like a DK Metcalf oh, for example DK, and yeah. use that to build a package around. You know, you're not gonna get him straight up for that. Devontae Adams, yeah. people are upset he went to Derek Carr. Like I'll take going him. with Carr. There's several people you could build a package around that pick for. I've seen Diggs get a little bit of less love. So with this pick though, for me, in Fenero, you said you might have a couple guys as well who aren't Isaiah Spiller. Yep. Um can I say who I would pick? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I would take Jamison Williams and feel pretty good about it, even if I have to wait a little bit I'm for him to that. come off the injury. Yeah, I, I think, think a team too. is going to get him. He'll mm-hmm. fall to a spot where they need a wide receiver, most likely, and I think he would be utilized. He could arguably be the wide receiver one in this class if it weren't for the injury. He's so going. Is, he's going first round. Like, this is yeah. the second time in this <laughs> mock draft that everyone wants the guy I'm about to pick, which is Jamison Williams <laughs> at go. nine, because it is that's the right pick. pick. And there's no problem with that either. Nope. He's just this pure was your pick, Finero. Yes, it is. Uh, how, yeah. how was this year? And pick? everyone and everyone picked Kenneth Walker as well. Right before I picked Kenneth Walker, Finero, yeah. you I and I have Jamison Williams for you, Finero. I was awarded the nine because of my corral pick. Correct. For the you still have him. Okay. That's I, why I was awarded the nine. So <laughs> I feel like he knew that John wanted him there, and he just wanted bonus picks. <laughs> he he, dude. He's like he's pure deep speed. He averaged twenty yards per catch last year. Had almost sixteen hundred yards receiving. Yes, he has the ACL injury. Yes, he might not be ready week one. But the medical, we've seen it. We've seen how far mm-hmm. medical has come, and the ACL in particular has been not as big of a deal. So, yeah, I think Jamison Williams comes at a little bit of a bargain price here um, because of that. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I like that pick. I really like this that pick. Like, if I'm your... not going to trade it away, I yep. that's that's my guy right my here. My only concern would be is because I'm watching NFL covet speed that if he were to run, if like if for whatever reason he would too, I think he is a 4-2 guy, and he's going to get miscast already the way 
Rugs it's possible. Rise. That's possible. Those, I mean, the NFL is, and it's not just the Raiders. Like, you know, we make jokes about the <laughs> always Raiders. Always thinking about the Raiders. It's always the that. Raiders. But teams, I mean, John, John was a John Ross was a top 10 pick because he ran a 4 2 8. Not yeah, because yeah. he's a good receiver. Because yeah, 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 he ran a 4 2 8. And that's my concern. Also, I mean, I, I got to make one BMI joke, but his BMI is 23. <laughs> like, yeah, he's on the lighter love, side. He's I do on like the lighter side. Um, we just, but we just, but wait. he has the height. So you know, he's, he's a buck eighty six two. Um, you know, I. It's like Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, you know, know it's we well just, defined. We just went through this with Devonta Smith last year too. Exactly. That's that's why I made the joke. Yeah. Like that's why I was like, let's go through BMI. Can we talk right. about hand size and? God, you know, naturally you have to talk about you know BMI. <laughs> you know, Burrow's hand size is only nine inches. Yeah, he's the best nine-inch quarterback out there. Whoa. <laughs> right next hey to Tannehill. Hey hey <laughs> so, okay. Fenero, you're taking Jamison Williams? I am, yes. <laughs> I know it didn't sound but, that way. Was anybody else in consideration right there, Fenero? Um, I was considering Spiller. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I was. I what about this, um that was kind of why i put you ahead of swag i thought you were gonna snipe him on spiller <laughs> another one i like in I this area still that. is chris olave i think i'd take a dip on him before i just jump out of the draft i'm hoping i can get olave a little later he feels like a turn pick yeah, yeah. i'm hoping well, i mean there. i might not be able to True. like get he's your like, guy get your guy he's the but... turn pick before you get to the hyper athletic yeah. guys i think he's yeah. he's the turn pick that i'm gonna watch mm-hmm. go that i'm gonna take george pickens maybe okay maybe so actually, swag. Thinking like, is this? Yeah, you, swags. What are you doing? You're up here. You're. I'm, I'm going to uh, take Isaiah thing. Spiller. And this is about the same area I got him in my, the last mock I did too. I got him at nine. So getting him ten here today, I think, is nice. bargain of the draft after landing spots. <laughs> um. So I I know that that one would be contested. So uh, I'm curious, <laughs> Thurian and, and Hopper in particular, who who would you be considering here instead of Spiller? So I will just say this: I wouldn't contest it because I know that I'm lower on Spiller than most people. So, so like for the rules of your draft, I would not contest this because I think that this is I think people most people that aren't me will feel that there's a value here. But who would you draft there instead? Not who you might want later that you think may be right. as good, but who would you actually draft here in his place? Yeah, um, or recommend somebody else drafting. I guess is is the most uh, most pertinent uh, point here. You guys mentioned Alave. You're getting close to the term, but if I was really on him, then I'd be okay with with taking a little bit of a reach there. Um, obviously, I I really like Ritter um, or I would just get out of this pick again for for veteran talent. I mean, it would depend on on that's those just guys the player you there, decided to hate. <laughs> he does have like there is yeah, one. I mean, it's coming out. It's year. cool. We all there we all have players like year. that. But I can tell that's just the player you decided to hate. It's it's uh, definitely coming out. Well, since that part since is, is he's generally been right on these players. Just, but just really since careful. his names come up a lot, John, and I'm not trying to take over. Me just too. a real quick question about Spiller. What would have to, and this this is a question I ask in all the rookie profiles. What would have to happen in order for him to move up in your mind? There's a like like John had said. There's some very important go to the Chiefs. There's some very important pieces left. There's draft <laughs> capital. Yeah, draft capital. There's team. Like what would have to happen? Paint me a picture for him to be worth this pick for you. 
for him to be worth this pick for me once yeah. landing spot happens, he needs to go to a team with a decent O line, um, right. or at least it's structuring that. Um, they has shown that they will lean on running backs and give them a lot of volume because I don't see Spiller as a high efficiency guy. I think he's going to need volume to do it. Um, he didn't. It's one of the things I didn't like was that, you know, as far as the burst that we saw at a Hall or Walker, you didn't get that at a Spiller. So I think, you know, doesn't necessarily check the good old line box, but if you were to land in like Seattle, for example, and get top th- three round draft capital, I'd be all for it. They show that they don't have a quarterback right now. Again, that may change too, but right now they don't have a quarterback. They show that they want to run the football. Um, you know, another team would potentially be Houston, right? I was around for mm-hmm. Lovey Smith's Bears and the systems mm-hmm. that, that he wants to, to implement there. Um, you That's know, nice there spot. are definitely some potential similarities between between spiller and you know matt forte a little bit um not from an athleticism standpoint but from what i saw on on film and again with the you know potentially deciding to be cool with davis mills as your quarterback it's another team i could see leaning on the on the running game a little bit so yeah there's a couple landing spots that would make him kind of in this back of the first early second for me but it's it's got to be a good spot. Gotcha. That was a great question, though, Finero. That's uh, nice, John. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. So makes See, people defender picks. Hopper's <laughs> yeah. like he's learned. Like he like he'll he'll hate on players, and every year we sometimes we're on the same players like we were with like Devin Singletary and Galen Balage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 2020 we were indifferent with Acres, but I don't think we had one last year. I don't really think there was one last year. I remember being lower on Penny than a lot of people, and it's jury's well, 18, out. Same yeah, thing. yeah. It's 18, the same yeah. thing with Acres. I mean, jury's been out on that one, too. It's injuries. I don't take injuries as wins. So, hmm. All right, Thurry, you got 111 here. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm close not trading. trading. You gotta make yeah. a pick. Uh, Desmond Ritter's my pick here. <laughs> I'm go. going, nice. I'm going. I know that we can crap on quarterbacks and Ritter from a complete profile. It's got his own concerns, uh, decision-making, pocket presence, accuracy in all three levels. But none of these quarterbacks are slam-dunk prospects. And the NFL, in the way that we play fantasy, the fact that Ritter has a top-10 athleticism profile from the quarterback position, and I'm starting to see him move up into – into the into that um, that late first round, a team like Detroit potentially trading up for him, or, or not trading up, but staying pat at 32 and taking him. And with him having the positivities from the combine, which does a lot for us because we can't measure a quarterback or a player's mental makeup. We have to read into what their interviews were, what they've done. And Ritter has been moving up people's board. He gets that first round DC, gets that fifth year option. I'll take a chance at a lesser Jalen Hurts than over a lesser Baker and Sam Howell. And John knows how much I love Baker. So <laughs> um, I'll take the risk on him not hitting if I can get the mobility upside with him for maybe the couple years he may have. I mean, Deshaun Kaiser averaged – he had multiple 20-point games in the very few starts that he had, and we all know how crappy he was. Hopper especially knows how much I liked him from my, my first year. But like you don't need to be a great quarterback prospect, you know, a great throwing prospect to still be very viable in fantasy and reach those upper 
you know, at the back end of the first type of production, I'll take that shot with Ritter and, and especially with the running backs, you know, are all clumped up or more second round value. The first round quarterbacks have all gone. And now we're looking at the massive clump of value for wide receivers. So I'll, I'll reach a little bit in some people's minds and, and take Ritter as the QB four. And one twelve, we've got Hopper with the last pick. Somehow, I like, I, I'm, I'm taking a, a massive W on this just because, like, you guys still all ended up with the same number of picks, without wow. like any actual like process to this. It still ended up that you guys each made three picks. Wow! Uh, after Hopper makes his pick at one, that is impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> I, I don't know. Was that planned? No, no, clearly not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not meant to be uh, uh, an e- equally distributed thing. It just kind of worked out that way. Okay. Um, so makes for great radio when I'm put on the spot because I've got had the last. This is what you wanted to do too because I'm sitting there like without picks, thinking about what I'm going to do seven or eight. <laughs> now being on the spot, I'm like, I didn't think you were going to come back to me until like into the second round here. Um, well, you, you mentioned but, some names already as we were no, I, no, I did, and I think it is going to be Olave with, with trading shutdown. Um, you know, it's we're at the turn at the 112. I think it's a good spot to to jump in at him. Uh, you know, he's, he's so some trades route running high dominator low breakout age again um you have kind of the same concerns a little bit that you have with jameson williams as far as like bmi but the heights there and everything um i like that pick it's it's gonna be a lobby for me safe wherever he lands he's gonna be he's he's the first round pick he like he's great route runner i like that great route runner and that's one of the things i look for in my receivers i was you know ever since i was somehow that's the thing Ever since I was somehow right on Cooper Cup years ago. But we've seen that type of receiver be successful with all the success Cooper Cup's had. We saw with Hunter Renfro last year, um, who for a lot of guys, people missed on being anything because how good of a route runner he is. Um, it's really that. And then, you know, the other nuance of just body, you know, for these big bodied guys, can they? position well put themselves between the defender and the great ball. speed in the combine too excellent speed, speed. so i'm all was, for it was anybody else in consideration there or is it just going to slam took a little look at pickens but yeah. yeah it was just to see if i would talk myself out of a lava yeah um and did anybody else sam howell just to rectify the ritter pick <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Jah- I like Jahan Doxson out of uh, Penn State though a little I, bit I, a little bit I could be tempted like, yeah I could be almost tempted. like the lesser known like Chris Olave you know they're both somewhat you know undersized but they're extremely good route runners and they're going to be a, a really good number two for their team yep. wherever they land and, and, and both Olave is for sure going round one in the NFL draft I think that's yes. that's signified that's why but I there. Doxon's floating that late first, early second, and he's got the coveted, he's got the coveted traits that these these smaller guys have that these teams want, and, and that's creating separation. I was gonna say that's right around where Elijah Moore went last year, right? Didn't make it in the first round, <sighs> I feel like like early David second. Going to be a steal in the second round, honestly. I want David Bell to be a thing so bad, but he just reminds me of Tyler Johnson from just like. The, like the Twitter community loves him, and then he goes and underwhelms the combine, and, and then we find out that 
like the actual like NFL just doesn't value him as high as we do. No, he'll go he'll go drafted higher than than Johnson, and I'll I'll have some David Bell shares for sure. But decent route runner though, he's probably not going to create a lot of separation. But decent route runner, if he goes to a quarterback that's got the it to throw it to him in coverage, I think yeah. he'll be fine. He's like Rashad Bateman light. It's how I view him. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's not he doesn't have the greatest athletic profile, but they're well rounded and they're not bad in any area. They just don't have that elite. And, and I'm saying second round. I'm not trying to push him up into anything. Oh no, no, we just did. I'm saying I think I think he could be a, a nice little pick if we were to go through this next round in the mid mid to early second. Yeah. So uh, just just based on time here, um, and to keep this a. Uh, uh, at least somewhat listenable podcast. Uh, <laughs> we uh, will go ahead and forego the second round. But what I am going to do is uh, just kind of um, do a rundown of each of you guys' draft. And then uh, one by one, I also want to, while we're there, let's also uh, just give me, th- you know, three names of guys, um, guys who were not already mentioned. Um who uh who you would be targeting in the second round assuming you had another three picks and we you know just kind of regardless of where anywhere anywhere okay yeah yeah essentially so um and actually let's let's do like a an early second a mid second and a late second from each person um and let's try and get as many different names as we can but so uh, uh i'm just gonna work backwards here hopper you ended up with Kenny Pickett, Drake London, and Chris Olave. Um, and uh, for that, I awarded you uh, three smiley faces. I <laughs> have no idea what the... <laughs> Who's on is it anyways? You even know how to not think. <laughs> you three got a smiley gold star. faces. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to uh, fail so hard at this. John hates my team it, so it, much. It's three out of a hundred, guys. I mean, just hates my team. <laughs> they're like shroot bucks. They're, they're, it's worth like a hundredth of a penny. Oh. Um, but you yeah, have the so, most of them so far. Yeah. So far, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's where it gets really weird. Yeah, so Hopper got three smiley faces. Thurry got four gold stars. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, which is worth more? One, one, I know, star I'm a little concerned. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I haven't Holy figured that cow. out yet. Uh, Swag's got a uh, four thumbs up. Ooh, oh man, um, I'm gonna have to talk to the gym teacher about that one's worth. I was gonna <laughs> like go I'm to not... the elementary school just to find out what's worth more tomorrow, but <laughs> I'm gonna probably have to go right to gym class for that one. <laughs> and uh Finero got a uh poorly drawn unicorn <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you got Ooh, a, oh nice, nice. Not too bad that's not look, too bad he definitely oh, looks horny he's got a tongue i like that he, has <laughs> he definitely looks horny yeah yeah, yeah. sticking yeah. his tongue out yeah that's a horny unicorn <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. So Hopper, you already have Kenny Pickett, Drake London, Chris Olave. So what? Uh, you know, you've got an early, a mid, a second, or a early, mid, and late second round pick. Um, who are some guys that you're going to be targeting with uh, the rookies you already have? All right. So I think leaning early, kind of early second round with those being super flex, I'd be looking at Sam Howell. Um, I do think he's another one that comes in, gets an opportunity to start. Is is athletic enough? Um, throws the ball well enough, you know, do I see him 
being, you know, anything above league average. I really don't. But at the same time, John, as you mentioned, um, you kind of got to get that that foundation. And even if the guy's a, a journeyman or just average, that's okay in Superflex. So, you know, it, it's Sam Howell would be my my early uh, mid. I won't take Dan's guy. So, and like, <laughs> while you're thinking, like, look at if you picked Davis Mills there last year, not right. to keep bringing his dirty name up, but look what would have happened if you took him anywhere from like 202 to 208. And some of us got him in the third, but apologize. Go ahead. No, and the other thing with that too is that then that gives me um, two quarterback picks, right? And with this class, volume matters more than who because, I mean, you're just – you're kind of throwing it at a wall and hoping it sticks, right? So um, that gives me two lottery tickets out of this draft class, and that might be the best that you can hope for if you're a quarterback needy team. Um, middle of this round, I am probably looking at a guy like Brian Robinson if he gets there. <laughs> um, Took my guy. Depending on – sorry. I was avoiding taking Dan's guy. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm probably I was gonna gonna... Inv- I was avoiding Brian Robinson just for Finero, but I didn't tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all the same, kind of. <laughs> you, you kind of are. Um, uh, Robinson, I really like. Now, pass catching ability definitely isn't there, but he's a he's a physical runner and the most physical guy that I think I I watched here. Um, he's got great leg drive. He is agile in space. He he's got good contact balance he's not gonna be much of a threat in the receiving game um you know he does have the ability to he does show a little bit of burst so you know i think as a guy outside of that elite tier he's one of about three or four guys that i'm actually comfortable with targeting he just sits kind of near the nearer the top of that list so um he would be another one and then late second um, I think it's a little harder for me just because we don't know like draft capital or landing spot or, or kind of where these guys are going. Um, Keontae Ingram's a guy that I really like. I don't know if he'll make it late second or not, depending on where he lands. Um, but he's not a name I hear thrown around a, a ton, but you know, I thought he definitely looked the part of, even if it's in a, a split backfield. Uh, type of situation of being able to give you some productivity is a, a name that's not not on a lot of list and there's a couple guys that are that way and it'll just depend on where they land and that are in this tier on where they land and and what they're doing um and what type of system they land into but you know i thought that ingram was a, a stout runner that was decisive didn't take a lot of negative plays um again another guy that wasn't asked to catch a lot, but he looked good short yardage. He looked um, just if you're a team that's going to want to try to chunk three to four yards of play and just ride the running game, I think Ingram has enough to do that. I think he's got enough to be productive at the NFL without being super flashy. Nice. All right, Thurry, you had Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, and Desmond Ritter. And man, <laughs> you can be disappointed. Guy. You know what's gonna happen, bringing me on. I, I don't know. I, I mean, Twitter's gonna love that one for you, so I'll 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 give it to you. I can't bash on that too much. Um, I mean, getting the top two wide receivers uh, to me, it took them a little early, but I mean, that's where your draft picks were. So 
Um, I didn't today. like anything there after the ones that went. So that's the tough part. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so whether uh, whether you're just going in a vacuum or building off of that uh, that group that you already have, who are some guys who you're targeting in the second round? So for top, I, I, I'm going to stick hold to my to my convictions and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a third receiver. I'm going to go George Pickens. Um, one of the last, you know, few outside alpha, potentially alpha receivers that are going to go in that top 50 range. I've seen, I've seen looks of him going in the first round, but he feels more like a, a high day two pick. He's a former five-star recruit that just injuries got in the way. And the fact that George is a terrible passing school, um, his own concerns with his own, you know, with him coming off of his ACL tear last April. Um, but he was able to come back in season. Uh, he was still productive mulling people over. I think he's going to play fantastic outside. Maybe not. He's not going to be the prospect that AJ green was, but he plays like he's so, you know, physical for a guy that's the sub 200 and he just bullies these outside corners. And I think you're going to be able to see that from some of the smaller guys, especially if they decide to move them in slot. Um, just, you know, great dominator, early breakout age. And, and again, I'll, I'll take the risk and one of is what is one of my last really favorite receivers still left with that high second run value. And then for the mid one, I don't, I think this will happen, but I'm going to go with my favorite running back prospect. That's not Holler Walker. I'm going to go Rashad White, um, 6'2", 250, or 6'0", 215, got the size that we love. Um, very athletic profile. I believe you're in a four, four, four. Um, and then you see the 19% our target share at 43 catches this final year. All their prospects, so there is some red flags to that profile, and you we really need them to land with opportunity in year one. Otherwise, he's just going to age out of that so quickly, and we're, we're already going to be looking to move him, kind of like David Johnson, you know, with the injuries that came after his dominant year, but. I'll take the risk on Rashad White and the fact that my team needs a running back really badly. So talk about him specifically for you. I know, and I appreciate look, look that. At, look at that podcast co-host taking care of. That. Oh, it's just he's just so nice to me. And then for my final pick, um, it, it's gonna. I'm gonna go with the other. I think inside grinder that I'm starting to see move up people's mock draft boards. Uh, Damian Pierce from Florida. What the hell? One of, one of the. I'm telling you, man, he's moving up boards super. No, deep. dude, that's another one oh, of my really? running backs. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, man, we're about to fight. We just keep taking this guy. <laughs> Sorry, man. I mean, here. No, oh, uh, well, I'm no. This is good for the listeners. I mean, you got two um, people on this panel that like, like, like those two running backs. I, I think I really. This is the sweet spot that I've been telling Swags about for a few weeks now. Like where these running backs are, you know, it's just pick your poison, right? Like we all have like yeah. our preferences and. And and Pierce is just like incredibly underused, and it just makes me. And he still had like 13, 14 touchdowns on the season. Anyway, go on. I, I like Theory's idea better of fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Box. Um, <laughs> criminally underused, but the NFL loves players who look like Damian Pierce, one of the yeah, biggest backs in this class. Yep. Five foot nine, two twenty, Mahler, not a pass catcher. But we're at the end of the second round. We're we're if we're taking running back prospects here, the fact that Pierce is already getting day day two buzz, which means that like Brian Robinson, like Zamir White, he's gonna likely land into a committee role as the first and second down grinder. 
And if he can get into a higher profile scoring offense, touchdown upside, right? Not, yeah. not every guy is going to be a high target share. That's going to look like a complete profile, but for a guy like Pierce, who's got a lot of tread left because he barely got used at Florida, a yeah. little bit older, but round, round two is the range. I like to also take some of my higher end running back dart throws. And while Pierce doesn't fit the profile that I typically go after, it's hard to ignore the buzz that he got after the combine and how he's been moving up. So I, I, I'll take that shot here with with wide receivers potentially starting to uh, to thin out, and all the quarterbacks are gone now. I'm not taking Carson Strong. I'm sorry, oh, man. Yeah, I have a feeling he's gonna <laughs> he, he's gonna fall to me in the third round. He yeah. he probably will as he as he gets you know drafted in round four in the, in the regular draft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's he'll end up being the only man. quarterback to start. <laughs> probably, I've been making jokes. Dude, if, and if that's all fantasy classes. That's the funny thing. If if he gets a chance to start, he's gonna be awesome. But yeah, that's the whole question: who's gonna take a shot on a a, a guy who doesn't move, uh, isn't hasn't shown a whole lot of accuracy over the last couple months, uh, has a degenerative knee issue. And now it sounds like he's kind of a either a dummy or an asshole. It sounds uh, like he, he he interviewed poorly. Yeah, exactly. It's just like I don't want like he has literally nothing I like. Like I don't care if he has a big arm and he threw a lot of balls. I know this. Nope. I mean, Out. it like all those all those knocks against him. It definitely fits that he would be my favorite in this class. <laughs> like he's just kind of Aaron Rodgers all over again. It's just kind of. It's just like a detestable human being, and I'm just like, (laughs) oh, he's going to be so good, though. I'm surprised you hate Baker then so much, because everyone feels (laughs) like Baker is a detestable (laughs) human being. I I like detestable human beings, though. I mean, look at who I host a podcast with. Yeah. I'm the worst. I'm Carson's draw. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Finero. You had Kenneth Walker. uh, You had Matt Corral. And you had Jamison Williams. Very balanced approach to this thing. Uh, you got the second best quarterback at 106. So, um, yeah, uh, you, you like I said, you had a balanced approach. So it kind of leaves you uh, pretty wide open in the second round. So what are you doing there? Yeah, so like I mentioned, this is a round I, I definitely want to look at the running back position again. And uh, some of the ones I like very much have been chosen. So I'll just go with a name everybody knows, Zamir White. Um, in this area has to be considered uh, for sure. At one point, he was considered the number one running back prospect in the country. Uh, He was a five-star recruit last year. He only ran for 856 yards, but that's kind of not George's thing. George is all about defense. So I like Zamir White as a talent. Um, If you look at his production profile, it's not going to pop off the page. But because he's been around, because he was a five-star recruit, because everyone knows his name, and you can get him in the mid-second round, I'm interested. Zamir White, for sure. Another name in this area that a surprise hasn't been mentioned yet is Sky Moore. Um, he's definitely climbing on yeah. people's draft boards. Yeah. Um, I just think he has a badass name. <laughs> he's this I mean, year's Elijah quite, Moore. To yeah. be quite honest, Sky Moore for a wide receiver. Come with, on, with I mean, two eyes, with two eyes, two eyes. That's where really gets me. Yeah, I mean that, that's amazing. Like, let's just let. I mean, right there, that is worth uh, rookie three gold stars. Yeah, See, analysis yeah. a unicorn right perhaps. A yeah. unicorn perhaps with a I'm a strong unicorn. Yeah, perhaps. a mistro. 
It was, was just like that. Course. That's how you. That's how you get a poorly drawn unicorn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you but I, I just, I, I just wanted to mention that name for sure. Sky Moore, absolutely, one hundred percent. And then you know, I'm gonna leave one name out because I think I know, or I think I'm pretty sure. Yes, right. Swags has a running back on his mind. I want to stay away have from six guys down, <laughs> and you've taken two of them. We're picking three. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, so I'll just guys. go. I'll just go John Mechie. So that's uh, that's the last name. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, wh- where do you guys think he would go in the second round? Am I is am I am I am I hovering around too early in the second with these names? No, I think he's going to go mid to late. I think people mm-hmm. are gonna, okay. All right. He's right, going to get the Bama area. tax because he's going to like he played for Bama. He's going to go day two, right? And, okay. and I think people are concerned about the injuries, but I I I, I like Betchy. Like I think let he's me a see. Solid let me see real quick. So in my mock, I've done only ten mocks so far. He's mid second in this one. Um, I think I think I, I was pretty true to John's question. We got uh, mid second again, late second to your point. Uh, early third. For yeah. who? Zamir or or for uh, Betchy? Yeah, that one surprises me a little yeah, bit. Here's, think... a, here's a here's a mid second again, a mid second again. Yeah, it looks like he's going most often right in that 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 mid to late second area. That third one's is a complete outlier. It was three five. He got picked in one. I don't that that seems really late. I'm Who's assuming Carson Strong went before or you know went before him. That's he did. Carson right. Strong. Yes, Carson Strong <laughs> went in, in the late second. Correct. John's gonna troll me so hard when Strong's the best quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hate everything. I'm gonna be so mad. I'm I'm gonna be so busy on my bit on my victory lap. Like I'm not even gonna have time to just like single you out. Like I'm just gonna be. I'm, I'm just gonna be insufferable the just in general. You could use a good victory lap after today, huh? John, Seriously? can I yeah. without without a whole lot of context, can I give you one that I'm avoiding in this range? Oh, okay. No. Christian oh. Watson. Oh. I'm not I'm out. Oh. I'm out. I'm sorry, guys. Like I think your next guy you're I'm interested picking. to want to know why you're out in Watson. I watched his tape and he looks damn awkward. Like oh, he looked like hmm. I he literally looked like the most uncomfortable man. Remember when we used to make fun of Gronk because of all of his injuries and he just kind of like had to like awkwardly move with his robot arms and robot back? Like that's what I saw. It was not – I don't know, dude. There were, Maybe I watched him the wrong games, but as long as he was – because he's fast. As long as he can run down the field and, and, and just beat you, he looks great. But if he has to do anything, and I mean anything, like look back at the ball, it just looked awkward to me. So he's and I'm going to be dead wrong. I'm going to be dead wrong. Watch it. I'm going to be dead <laughs> wrong. But I, what I, what I saw with my own eyes, I just did not like. And I've been maybe a little too vocal about it. <laughs> it sounds like the NFL doesn't really like him either. It, it sounds like just kind of with with David Bell or not David. It's not David Bell with Rashad White that he is. He's a prospect that the NFL is just just going to ignore it, and that might be the reasons why. Where he just looks. Very uncomfortable. Like, like you need to take a man, shit dude. the whole time. Yeah, you need some oil. Oh, that hurts. Kind <laughs> I was of. Not, I'm not too much. I almost picked him for mine. Probably I was I was pick. wondering when Christian Watson's name was going to come up, and I did not see it coming that it would be in that context. <laughs> but uh, but it's I like just, it. it that's interesting. Um, yeah, it, I mean it's it, it, it's stuff like that that I still think people need to consider a little bit. Like it's just it's too easy to just love every freaking 
rookie other sure. than Carson Strong, and and you <laughs> they're know, all going to be wide receivers. And Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Oh, easily. All of them. <laughs> well, that's because Kyron Williams, everyone now hates after the combine. So. <laughs> Rank them in the order they're drafted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like Kyron Williams still too. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I never agree on anything with Twitter, so it's fine. But yeah, I just, I do think that it's important sometimes to, uh, to point out some, some landmines too. And uh, I don't think that that gets hit quite enough. So I like that one. Um, Swags, you're, uh, you're up. You, I mean, you had one one and one o two. Like it's kind of not even. Uh, Finero didn't. Pick, did Finero pick his third guy? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He got all three. He just went into the guy he didn't like. Yeah, so he I did, got. I did Zam- it fast and furious. So, That's why I yeah. gave you a fourth. He got Zamir White, Sky Moore, and John Mechie. Yep. So yeah, you had one hundred one and one hundred two. So I mean, like, it, it wouldn't even be fair to to say like who would win the Twitter poll here. I mean, the the guy who traded up into the first two picks. <laughs> um, Brees Hall, Malik Willis, which to me, like that's the tier, like that's the first that there's a tier break and right there James to the rest Williams of is cool too. Yeah. You got, you, uh, Oh, you got Isaiah Spiller though. You got Spiller. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, you're a little because running back. Narrow took that nine. I'm looking at my list wrong. And then I got Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Who some people so. on Twitter will agree with that. There's yeah, still think, there's still a lot of film guys outside of Hopper that really really like him. It's it seems like Twitter's pretty on board with that one. So, yeah. I mean, so I mean, I do think that it was good. Again, you know that that we had the other side represented here. But I I kind of think that a lot of people are going to listen to this episode, see you know Brees Hall, Malik Willis, Isaiah Spiller, and feel like you ended up with you know three top five top six picks i would just encourage those people to go back and listen to the beginning of the show where picks were assigned completely <laughs> arbitrarily irrelevant we had all the picks to start the draft and swag was the first one going well i own all these picks i'm just gonna move up <laughs> yep. you guys are really wild you guys didn't want to the right moves you guys thought it was too expensive you had every opportunity to do the this same very as true i, I, I was close true. i you was were, close. you all played the same game you all played us <laughs> and i'm, I'm still very happy with that move so but because of all that lucky for you guys i don't have an early second threw it away instead i've got a mid and a late and i'm going to use my mid on james cook who i think could be a, a viable pass catcher in this league i would love to see him playing behind his brother to be completely honest with you and play that role i think he could play it better than an alex Madison or somebody like that taking him with that pick. I think he's got the size and speed. It comes in about two Oh six. He's not his brother. He is not his brother, but I think he could be viable. I like him in this area. Then I've got this late 12th. It's tight end premium. I'm adding Trey McBride. I think he should be the first tight end off the board in this. And I have no more picks in this round. So I'm going to use my third or fourth round pick on a sleeper. And I'm going to take, Hassan Haskins. He's got a nice body, big size. Seems like he's going to just bruise through people. I think that he's going to be somebody that could move up the boards. Somebody you'll get earlier in your rookie drafts that are immediately after the NFL draft. But then I think he'll move up a little bit. Not not to the like first round range that we're talking here, or even maybe second. But Hassan Haskins, I think he he likes the contact. He wants to make it. Physical guy. Had a decent combine. 
I, I'm taking Hassan Haskins as my sleeper. That's the one I saved you. He's right, definitely now, got the size. We're going to, as we, uh, before we wrap it up here, we're going to snake it back through uh, the same way. And I just, I, I'm just curious how you would grade your own trade or your own draft, especially uh, in the face of adversity. That being, I mean, you know, a, a draft that you had no idea, uh, you know, what the hell was even happening. So um, <laughs> start with Swags, S Swagzilla Zero G, uh, co-host of Rookie Fever. And uh, yeah, how, how'd, you, uh, how'd you feel about your draft? I mean, honestly, this isn't a fair game. I feel like all of us are going to be biased. I crushed this draft, honestly, even just by having the one and two, which kind of immediately with the way we did this draft didn't allow anybody to add any extra depth that would make those moves really technically worth the while. But I feel like I absolutely crushed this draft, even if it was because of those moves that everybody thought that those trades were maybe too pricey to make at the time. But I think that for context, we sort of showed that it may have been worthwhile to just move those picks that at the point it seemed like, Oh, crazy to throw like a three and a six up. But I mean, I feel like I have a good shot at winning this and I added the most talent to my dynasty roster. Feverish Fenero at Aardvark TV, also from rookie fever. Uh, who did, who, who crushed it more? You or swags? Well, I think, <laughs> I think actually this trade between swags and I that resulted in our teams is proof that a trade can work for both sides. It doesn't have to be lopsided. I was super happy with my balanced teams. This is what I do in all of my startups is try to create balance, not only the way I did here positionally, but also with like youth and age. I like to always do that. I like to always like be backing myself up, give myself some youth, but give myself some constant points on my, on my, uh, on my roster. Kenneth Walker is my RB2. Love getting that. He's in that top tier for me. Corral. Again, um, Malik Willis is in a tier in, by himself for me, and then it goes to Corral and Pickett. So I'm not super happy with not being in a tier one, but I'm very, very happy inside that, inside Superflex to get a quarterback. And then Jamison Williams, I think, has a ton of upside. I think people are a little lower on him, and I think he's going to slip later in the first round than maybe he even should, considering NFL teams are probably drafted in top 15, top 20. Uh, Finero, so I'm gonna, what I heard is I, I had a better team. Than I'm going to give <laughs> very diplomatic answer for sure. It was, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give the slight edge. I'll give I'll give Swag does, a slight does edge. Does Jamison Williams make up for the teardrop that you mentioned in your running back and your quarterback? Nah, the quarterback one's the one that hurts the most. I would agree. Yeah, I think the running back one I would be okay with. Um but I'm not okay with the quarterback fall. Thurry at Beer Fuel Theory uh, from the Beer Fueled Fantasy Football Podcast and uh, drinking that beer from uh, all the way from Denver, Colorado. It's been working on it for a little bit. No, I've been finished, Dad. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on to my, my own brewery. Not that oh. I actually make the beer, but I got no, some distilled stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. So you make good decisions on beers. How do you feel about the uh, decisions you made in the draft here? I, I'm 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 probably the only one who may not be in love with my team. I do absolutely love the upside mm-hmm. 
of my team, but this is this is the risk of this draft in general. There's a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot of landmines. And while I do love Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, I would have you know Drake London would have been potentially that pick too. There's there's I'm glad to at least get two of my top three receivers, two of which I feel very confident in that are going to be productive at the next level. Um, even with some of the potential flags on their own profile. Um, Ritter is obviously the one that's the most controversial, but given how I look at this class and how I choose to approach my my own quarterback position, um, Ritter, I hope to God, is in my QB two or three, but if I can throw him on the taxi squad on the bench and, and, and this potentially see the rushing floor take off as he gets a chance to start because he – he ends up getting that fifth year option when a team moves back in the first round to draft him. I'll take the risk. Would I would rather have uh, Kenneth Walker at three? Yeah, I would have been great with him. I don't think Walker is that that far off from Hall, um, but I'll take my my next set of tier guys in Burks and Wilson, and and um, you know continue to build upon my receiver position. Maybe even move some of the vet receivers I have ahead of them on my roster to kind of help shore up the running back spots I'm missing. And Chris Hopper at Beer Fueled Hop, also from Beer Fueled Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, you had to wait a long time to make your first pick. Um, yeah, where was you, uh, his first pick? 107. Pick seven. 107. Yeah, I think everybody else had made two picks before Hopper made his first. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, you must have had a very good team. Uh, in season to uh, to end up with such <laughs> there you late go. draft capital. That's the reason why. Yes. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, so, uh, but I mean, it seems like you made the most of it. How do you feel about it? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. Beerfield hop with two P's. Got to call that out. Right. The one P you won't find me. Um, I feel pretty good about it. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett. I like you said. I like is a quarterback that has probably the best chance to to start from day one is the most NFL ready. Um, and with this class, you're just hoping for somebody with a little bit of sticking power. You know, we can talk after draft capital, but it is, I think he'll stay first round. And I think that, um, you know, if that happens, I'm at least going to get a long leash with him. Drake London has huge upside. Um, there's obviously some concerns with the ability to stay healthy, um, but the upside is, is unmatched. And to get him, like I mentioned, when I made the pick, you know, three, four picks later than Burks and Wilson, even though they're tiered together. I'm completely happy with that one. And then to balance out that little bit of risk that comes with London with a guy like Chris Olave, um, who I think is, is very safe, um, you know, not having a pick to get up there in the super elite tier, I think that, that this is, is pretty nice. It's three very usable pieces. And, you know, my bets on London were hedged with, with Olave, so I'm pretty happy with the way that that was structured. All right, King's Decree here, Beerfield and Superflexi, Rookie, Fever, Makarama was a huge success. Everybody had a lot of fun. Everybody drafted great teams, and anytime a a, a non-quarterback was drafted over a quarterback, particularly Carson Strong, it was a mere oversight. Um, so yeah, awesome, awesome time talking with you guys. Thank you all for coming on. Um, and, uh, like I said, man, let's turn this into a, uh, uh, a regular, uh, 
exercise that we're going to be doing. Um, and I mean, it's only going to get better as I create more rules kind of on the fly. So <laughs> this is, this is going to turn into the, the number one pre-draft event, uh, for the fantasy football community. So I mean, if it's not already there, it already is. It yeah. already is. <laughs> it's, it's, people it's are lining is. up. Tickets are already sold out. <laughs> You've actually added a third night to the tour. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Look for this group somewhere after draft capital happens. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. Well, oh. uh, yeah. We got to get caught up and uh, see how all this looks after after they're all wearing NFL jerseys. So yeah, thanks again, guys. It's a lot of fun. Let's wrap it up there for the week. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to the DLF Family of Podcasts Mega Feed. Uh, do me a huge favor, rate and review the Superflex Super Show. It just helps me get out to more people and touch on more topics that are useful to you, my super friends. You can get at me on Twitter at Superflex Show. Even better, at Superflex Dude. This episode was dedicated in loving memory to James the Brain Catullus. Thank you to DLF for the platform. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for the music. And above all else, thank you for listening. And until next week, stay sexy and super flexible.